You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Back for another week. This is Monday the 19th, I believe, of April 2021, the year of our Lord and Saviour, St. Peter Volandis. I'm back from the deathbed from Mad Cow. I have survived. I have risen. I'm a survivor. I ain't gonna give up. I ain't gonna stop. I keep on surviving. Eddie, how are you? Good, mate. Good to have you back. Good to have you back. You look, you look alright. I won't go near you yet. I don't think. But. No, as soon as I walked in here, I don't know if you intentionally did it or if it was subconscious for you. But you were like, how, "Are you alright?" I'm like, "Yeah, dude, I'm fine. I'm back." And you're like, "Yeah, you've been given the all clear." I'm like, "Well, I didn't get like a fucking blood test, but I'm fine." And then you just moved away in your chair, like you actually just moved away from me. You didn't say anything. You weren't trying to like make it an obvious thing. You just moved away. I was like, "What the fuck, dude? I'm fine." <laughs> don't want mad cow. Sorry. I mean, shoot me for it. Shoot me for not. You're wanting not mad gonna cow. get mad cow, dude. <laughs> But I'm telling you that if you did, you'd fucking hate it because mm. it ain't fun. No, it didn't sound but it's, fun. But like same household, Steph got it far less. She had a sore throat. Yeah, whereas, it's, mate, we've been over it. Getting raised, raised on that sand pal, it's not good for you. Mm. It's not good for no. you. How about that meme that guy put in the Punish and Dribblers page? Where oh, it was my like, God. <laughs> porno meme with the... Oh, no. I showed Ella and she didn't get it. I'm like... <laughs> Steph she, saw it and she was like, what the fuck? You, haven't, like, you yeah. haven't watched a whole lot of... Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I mean, like, do you need to have seen that? I don't... That's not my persuasion. I got it. It was uh, It was a good one. I think it was, his name was Lindsay Ward or some shit. One of the so best I've seen. Yeah, that was a good one. Punters and dribblers memes are phenomenal. With the, You know what? Sometimes you go through real hot streaks on the punters and dribblers page where just it's memes galore. Yeah, and then sometimes Sometimes you go through like, some quieter it's just, patches. It's just back and forth dribble. Yeah, rugby league dribble. Two very outspoken dribblers go toe to toe. Well, or it's like one outspoken dribbler. On gets, the same topic. Gets a train run on him for like fucking yeah. seven months, which is what's happening at the moment. And I'm like... I initially, not that we'll get stuck into this, but I initially, obviously I don't agree with fucking the anti-Vlandy's ball pussies on the punters and dribblers page. But I'm starting to now be like, everyone who keeps bringing it up again, I'm like, dude, who gives a shit? Just enjoy it. You're not going to convince anti-Vlandy's, you know, extremists of anything. They're married to their views. Well, it's much like trying to convince uh, a flat earther that, you know, the world's round. The world is indeed a globe. I mean, it's that sort of world, I think, you know what I yeah. mean, where they just keep their eyes closed and they go, listen to me. Exactly. You're not going to get through to them. But, I mean, That's I came out of this weekend of rugby league, Tom, and i got to say, on the whole, fucking enjoyed it. Loved it. Enjoyed the shit out of Wasn't it. Wasn't it a nice weekend? It was a great weekend. I mean, there's a couple of standout games, obviously, that we'll get yeah, to. Yeah, we'll get but to a couple of things that are good. Like, I'm watching it, and I'm, in, and I'm loving every second of it. Like, yep. that's an, like for example, the Storm Roosters game. Bit of a blow at the end, but, like, as if you weren't fucking gripped. Yeah, Shark, in Shark's night. slog fest for 65 minutes. Like, yeah, there was a blow at the end. Are you honestly telling me, bras, that you go, nah, last 10 minutes was shit, turn it off. Not watching it. Nah. 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 Roosters, uh, Sharks, no, Sharks, not, Sharks Knights as well. I enjoyed that game. But listen, yeah. we'll get into the footy. We'll we get into the footy. We, we now need to sort of, you know, just get... No, I just got a bit hard on the collar. No, I get it. I, I noticed it. And I'm just trying to, you know, fan you, fan you a little bit. Fan cool you, you down. Cool you fan down. You. Now, a bit about you and I. You know, where mm. are we at? How mm. are we? 
I'm well. Got up to Narrabeen on the weekend to watch some of the surfing. Yes. Now. How long is that going for? Because I would like to see some. Or is it? No, 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 it's still on. Okay, good. Um, I think finals. I think they're talking about having the finals on this weekend. I, I could get that. That might be wrong, but that's just what I heard off. Will they surf friend, during so. the week? They might. Well, they're surfing today. Yeah, Depends right. what the swell's like. It didn't fill in that much, which is a bit of annoying. I know I'm using surfing. Yeah, today. I was like, excuse me, don't. Shut the fuck up. They've Didn't been feeling that much. You've never been on a wave they've been, in your life. They've been borrowed. But it wasn't it wasn't that great. Like it was okay. Yeah. But it was supposed to be eight foot. Well Felipe didn't he beat Mick on like a six point wave. I was like, oh that's kinda lame. Yeah. Italo, sorry. Italo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Italo's a freak. Italo lands freak. like every single airy fucking yeah. attempts. Hot Brazilian. But mate, the point being is that Mick is still an absolute panty drop. Mixed back, like dropping panties. Male, mate. Thing, there mate. was there was fifteen thousand people there, all to see Mick. Yeah, and then the moment he his heat's over, fucking half the crowd leaves. Really, like, he's still got that sort of pull. Did you see that dribbler? Uh, I believe the it was like the Give Us a Spell podcast on Instagram. Yeah, they shared a thing of like their mate who had. A fifty dollar multi on, yes. and all he needed was yeah. John John to win his heat, which was a dollar forty, and he would have won one hundred and sixty grand. Yeah, and he got second in that heat. Yeah, I don't know how I'd be. Like, I'd be fucked. I'd be fucked up from that. I think. I think if it was the last leg, yeah, that's it would true. be like, you know, yeah, you'd throw up. I think. No, that's but, true. It was. It may well have been the first leg. It wasn't the first, but you're right. If it, if it, do you know what I mean? If it was mid leg, if it was mid bet, then you, oh well, this was never really, you know. You've got the shits at the end. You yeah. go around. It's a great story to tell people. Yeah. You're like, oi, brah, look at this. Like, this almost came yeah, off. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know but what I mean? It's, not the it's last a bit leg. of fun, but you're not throwing up on yourself. I don't think. No, you're not. You, you might like, you might wake up at night thinking about it and throw up on yourself like a little bit only because it was John John as well. You're like, fuck me, dude. Surely he should have Surely won you're a sure thing. Um, but you're right. You don't throw up on yourself in the moment. <laughs> you don't throw up on yourself in the no, moment. No, I don't think so. Uh, so it was nice that uh, you saw Mick. Did you, get to, did you get a word to Mick? Oh, I'm not going to run into the crowd and, and fanboy. It's not no, really of course my not. thing. Not with, not with 15,000 other people. No. But, like, I sort of feel like when Mick hopped out of the surf, he turned and looked, you know, 150 metres down the beach and gave me a nod. I mean, I could have I could have been imagining things, Tom, but I don't, I don't think, think it's outside were. the realms of possibility. I don't, I don't think you were, Eddie. I think that sounds exactly what Mick would have done. <laughs> um, uh, well, that's cool. Look, I mean, I don't know if I've... Usually I come in here loaded up to the to the teeth with, you know... Me just wanting to tell people about myself and things that I've done and, like, yeah. you know, what's going on in my life. Yeah. I don't actually have that much to tell you. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm, I was sick with Mad Cow mm. and I still – well, I'm not now, but, like, I was sick all week. Mm. Blisters on the legs, blisters on the face. Now my skin back to, like, the Tahitian brown you've come to know and love. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tahitian brown. Tahitian brown. Um and I'm feeling good. But I will say this, from what I've been led to believe, and, you know, there are going to be punters and dribblers with kids, punters and dribblers without kids, punters and dribblers about to have kids. Get excited for when they start daycare. That's all I'm saying. Strap on your fucking boots and are you gonna, get are you, your immune system up. Are get you your immune system out? Up. No, dude. Like, are you scarred? Uh, look, yes, I am. I'm, but, like... So Steph was saying that some of the mothers in her mother's group, 
their kids have been sick essentially for seven months since they started daycare. It's like your body getting pounded by fucking every illness under the sun as their immune systems kick into gear. And the parents are just like, fuck it, we're going to send you anyway because I've got to go to work. Well, no, that's exactly, that's absolutely what happens, right? So, like, parents that have to work five days a week, their kid goes to daycare five days a week, like, they will send them in, and then the daycare's like, you got to come pick up your kid, they're sick. It's like, they, you do have to go pick them up, but parents certainly send their fucking kids. It's a cesspool. Evie's sick again. She's got a cold now. Bro, she has a cold. And but I'm maybe, like, is this is this sort of like... It's life. This is what they need to do. But is this what they need to do? That's yeah, what yeah, that's say. what I'm saying. It's like it a is. rite of passage. Well, it's their immune systems getting like stronger, I think, and like getting all of these things, like getting used to these bugs and fighting them off. And then it's all right. Now there's this other one fighting it off. And then they're sort of getting them stronger and stronger. But for for a, for an adult living in that household, I'm like, like last night she went to bed and I'm just like, oh, she's got a bit of a fucking stuff, you know? Then I'm like, what? What do you mean? She's been sick like fucking three times now since she's been there. I've, I've been sick twice. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Seven months of a sick baby? Jesus Christ. It but, like, you know, it is what it is. You're, you're, did you go to daycare? Maybe you didn't go to daycare. I definitely went to daycare. I went to the gumnut fucking preschool, bruh. Well, I'm just sort of trying to Snuggle work out why and, you always get sick. Snuggle like, pot and like cuddle pie, dude. I was in snuggle pot. Okay. Well, you should well, play Power Rangers in the fucking. <laughs> he obviously didn't go that often. For someone that gets as sick as he does, you know, I feel like you would have been. You should have been forged in the fires. Dude, of daycare, I'm telling like you, I think like I got sick when I was younger, like any normal kid. But I reckon since I broke my knee when I was like 21 ish, was in hospital on heaps of antibiotics. I got infected. I had to fuck. I was in hospital for ages, mm. and I just got like pumped full of like different sort of medications and shit one that made all bodily fluids orange so and i mean all um even all saliva everything orange except for poo crying but, orange like. well i wasn't crying but i assume because obviously i'm stoic it's okay to cry though uh but everything and i mean everything Anyway, but, like, I just got so run down then. I feel like that's my psoriasis kicked in after then, like, you know. And so I just feel like my body's never, not fully recovered, but now I'm a little bit more, like, susceptible. I probably needed more tank water in that moment. Yeah. Didn't get it. That's upsetting. Yeah. Um, well, what else did we do? <laughs> oh, it's, it's his birthday. Oh, that's right. Oh. I knew there was something to talk yeah. about. Yeah. Now, we'll say this, Dave. We had every intention of coming in here today with a gift for you, mm. and we forgot. Do you know what I was doing yesterday? Yeah, what were you doing? I was on the couch, didn't leave. I said to myself on Friday, mm. when it was your birthday, and I sent a lovely text, which you replied yeah. to, which was nice. Got text or like a personal text? Or we one sent him in, in the yeah, group. Cool. Yeah, cool. And I was like, you sending him personal ones like on the side? <laughs> no, 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 no. That would have been a bit weird. Um, <laughs> I said to myself, okay, Saturday you're going to the surfing, so you got to, and then you got a 30th. Happy birthday to Matty Kill. Um, so we crossed that out. But Sunday, I was like, I'll go get to your something. Something nice mm. from on behalf of us. Yeah. Didn't do it. Um, <laughs> I laid on the couch and I ate, uh, obviously, chips and gravy. Got chicken gravy, actually. Chicken, chicken gravy. gravy. Which was interesting. So not great, but interesting. Like, I didn't mind it. I, I saw it on the menu. I'm like, oh, they, they usually don't have gravy. This is interesting. Chicken gravy. And I was like, okay. 
Yep. Yep. Was yep. it a bit less like gravy-ish? Was it a bit more like well, thin was, and kind of... No, it no. was like, it was gravy, but yeah. it was like a, like a more of a yellowy sort of... Oh, so the mm, colour was the weird. The colour's different. Did it look snotty-ish? A little bit. Yeah. Which I wasn't wrapped about. No, that sort of fucking... But I didn't mind the taste, but okay. I do prefer... Gravy, gravy. Gravy. I'm a gravy, gravy nice guy. Nice deep brown. Yeah. Anyway, so that's what I was doing. I was sampling chicken gravies instead of buying your present. <laughs> well, that's okay. At least you were, you know, doing something productive. Yeah, and like and the, the, you know, the intention was there. And that's more, yeah, that's, that's nicer than the gift itself. It's the sentiment If you that could matters. go into my brain, you'd be like, oh yeah, he did actually want to get you something. Yeah. So that's nice. It's 7.30 on a Monday morning. I wasn't expecting anything and, you know, and I'll, you didn't I'll let get this anything. one fly. <laughs> and we also cancelled uh, lunch on Friday because oh, we knew I you couldn't I do appreciate that. I wasn't sure if that was going head or not but so no, cancelled it cancelled it for you we're like Dave that. can't come fuck it well you take it. we don't get the deposit back fuck it yeah Dave's coming did we wear 800 on the nose yeah we did was Mate, it more no, than it was, that yeah it was 1600 uh, 1600 <laughs> on the nose for Dave it was 1600 my shout for first but again we're rich time. now yeah, yeah exactly blokes blokes yeah. blokes, blokes, blokes. Um, yeah. but no so I had a good weekend uh, I was in Melbourne on Friday night for the footy oh yeah which was good I was there with my mate Tyson who's a Roosters fan and so that was always great because mm-hmm. I got to see him lose. And yep, I won. that's lovely. Bumped into a dribbler there, Tim, who said his mate's with Sebo. And yeah, I got accosted in the street, which is always Tim a nice Tim from touch. Melbourne, who's friends with he's Sebo. He's not from Melbourne. He's from Sydney. He was in Melbourne. British guy. I don't know. Roosters just, man? Yeah, yeah. I think I do know Tim. I think Tim works for the Roosters. He very well could. Because he was wearing that interesting, like, kind of smart shirt, but like the team. Yeah, that might be. That. that might be. He might be a Roosters yeah. man, and he. Um, I think he knows Sebo's missus. Shout out to Tim. He is a huge. I think I was on the phone to him once for some reason because he was a dribbler. Anyway, yeah, carry sure. on. But yeah, yeah, always nice to get you know recognised in the street. It's Fucking D or Dave, look at that. Look at the. I mean, that's a present enough, right? Dave's getting accosted a in, exactly. in another like state, in his home yeah. state. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, you would have enjoyed the game, mate. Very good game, yep. It was great to see the boys get a win. Mm. Convincing one at that. Yep. Did you go to the casino and send it? We didn't. We actually stayed at the casino. Didn't end up going there. You didn't go there? Nah. You we stayed were, at the casino and didn't go well, we to we stayed it. at, well, I don't know, the... the Crown, whatever. One of the Crown things. There's like a whole bloody suburb of Crown. Yeah, there, there is. It's Crown everywhere. Yeah, I don't know. We were at one of them. We were literally just there for the night and flew back like early Saturday morning. How were um, Like, flight was at 11, so... Up pretty early. Did you send it on the Friday? Nah, I sent it on Saturday night when I got home. Oh, you sent it on yeah, Saturday? Yeah, yeah. What did you do on Saturday night? There was a few house parties going on, bounced around a bit. I miss house parties um, so much. Imagine yeah, bouncing around between house parties. Dude, yeah. I fucking oh, miss house parties fun. so much. When was you, the last time you bounced around? I haven't bounced around anywhere. Well, you know what? I kind of bounced around Friday, but it was very much like yeah. a 30-year-old's bounce around. Mm-hmm. We just went from the pub to a mate's house. Well, part of it was... That's l- not a bounce around. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bounce We went around. from the pub to Bracey's to Chickers, and then I went home. But yeah, no, like it was mm-hmm. Sunday morning, and we were talking to each other, and I was like, where did we actually go in between there and there? We were at someone's house. Can't remember who. Just two I cool. love house party bounce Part of that, around, literally dude. bouncing around. Shout out to Jamie, who's part of the night. Or do you get Ubers these days? Uh, we, we used walk, to walk walked a few of the places because yeah. there was a lot of it was around you North London. Clues trying to get out. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, when you're deep in back there, in like shit. the taxi days. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. And it's Fuck, like, I don't oh, know, it's, it's like forty kilometers away. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know if you can see in the light or not. But 
Bit of a bruise on the... Oh, yeah. Punch on. You're going to punch on? You're gonna punch on? Yeah, you should have seen the other guy. No, I, tri- <laughs> I, tripped. <laughs> I tripped and fell on my face twice. <laughs> much more much more logical explanation. Much more Dior. At the, at the party we were at for most of the night, like, you know, there was a little outside area where there was some grass and stuff, and then there was the dance floor inside, and there was this one fucking tiny step, and it was so dark, and I probably watched about three different people fall as well, and then I did it twice I got at the end you. of the night. Yeah, uh, that's alright. It's not too bad. It looks tough. Yeah, exactly. It kind of looks. Yeah. It kind of looks sexy. I'm it does not look sexy. I, mean, like, I think so. Yeah, I'm not ruling. It was a lot out. less sexier when you saw me stack it and look up and try sure, to but not, you know what yeah. I mean. It's a means to an end. It's a means yeah. to looking sexier. So it's like, yeah. hopefully, people forget you about. You look it. like you're um you're about something. You know what I mean? Yeah, rough yeah. and tumble. Like yeah, he's rough and tumble. Like you can defend yourself. Dave's your rough honor and tumble. And shit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Not uh, just your own honor, but other people. And how old are you now? Like seven. <laughs> Seven and a half. I'm 23. 23. Yeah. Good God, age, 23. I gr- feel like 23 was a fun age. 20, mm. Well, dude, 23 might be the best age. Nobody likes you when you're 23. Thank you. Blink on 82. Mm. You wouldn't know that. Um, I did because we talked about last oh, we did, week. Yeah, I feel like week, I said that to yeah, I feel yeah. like I've been saying that to a lot of people. Yeah, I feel like you, I feel yeah. like he's you might dropped. be overusing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, might to, you might have to rein that in because that's definitely the second time you've said like, that. I'm, I'm reaching for those, like, no, I do really like you. It's fine. You're a good bloke. Yeah, I'm yeah. No, 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 no. You're wearing out the welcome of that line. Um,. Well, that's cool, mate. Did you get anything cool from your parents? Your parents get anything nice? Your jet ski? Um, I got a new pair of sunnies, which was good. What sort of sunnies? One. Um, I love sunnies, dude. I'm I want to say Ray Bans. I think oh, okay. just like a standard, you know, the Wayfair. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't have a good record with sunnies, though. I always lose them. You so. didn't wear them in here today. I feel like that's a perfect time to wear sunnies in well, the daytime. Yeah, that's true. Well, it's because I, I don't want to take them out of my car because I fucking lose them like once a week. So you're just gonna leave them in the car? Well, I'll take them out if I go to the beach or something. But now that it's winter, you know. I wear sunnies everywhere. I have to have them. I like wearing sunnies because my eyes susceptible to glare. Mm. Don't like it. Well, I think everyone's eyes are susceptible. No, but mine are only... Is that because of your thing? I think so. I think potentially, yeah. Do you know what I've noticed? I'm getting a lazy eye. (laughs) Irony, right? Irony. Uh, So when I get fucked up, this eye... Closes a little bit more, and I'm like, I can't. I, like, I see myself in there. I'm going, yeah, like, you've like, always sort of had that, though. but it's when I'm fucked up, yeah, right? yeah. But I mean, like, that's a problem long term in terms of like, could I? I'm like, this is what I wanted to ask you because you're the man with the eyes. Yeah. If I was to start eye patching, yep, my good eye, yep, and just getting around with it, do you reckon I'm strengthening the muscles in this thing, and like, it's it'll get better. Well, because it's just the eyelid. It's not my eye like wandering. I anywhere. think. I think for the sake of so. getting Tom to wear an eye patch, yes, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> You'd have to wear it. I think so. Yeah, I think. I think it's. <laughs> I think it's worth trying. Yeah, put the eye patch on and watch Home and Away like I used to. And I mean, like the only thing that I didn't work for me though, but didn't work. Worth the try. The sentiment was there. Well, why? That's because it was your eyes were fucking. They were just. It was just. It got too hectic. Yeah, right. Yours were like magnets coming together. Yeah, yeah. Whereas mine is just like a normal eye, but a point where... it's just this thing's just dropping. I feel like this is just. It's the absolute epitome of a lazy eye. My eyelids getting lazy. Just look up eyelid workouts. I'm sure they're out there. You might yeah. have to just do that every day. Like just blink the fuck out of it. Blink the fuck. Because my it. right eye, thanks for coming. Strongest eyelid in the game. Left eyelid, I can feel it. Like you're. It's a bit weak. Mm. Yeah, well, look, punters and dribblers, if you've got any eyelid workouts that you'd like to pass on, yep. we've obviously come up with the tried and tested patch one eye, mm. work the other into a frenzy. Yeah. But if you've got, you know, some DIY tips at home, then send them send in. Send them in. Mm. One more thing. 
I know we've got some physios that listen. I know that we've been offered free physio in the past because both of us have bad backs. I actually really need some shin splint advice because I was getting very into my running end of 2020, start of 2021, and then my shin splints, maybe it's because I'm fat, I don't know, but my shin splints kicked in like a motherfucker and now I can't do it. So You can't run at all? I can, but my shins hurt afterwards. Every time? Yeah. If I do, say if I do two in a week, shins are fucked. If I do one... I'm like, I can do it. But it's like, if you only run once a week, I don't feel like you can get yourself into a, a decent enough fitness to be doing it, like what to do it well. What the fuck are shin splints? David? I'm on it. I feel like sometimes it's like fractures in the shin. Sometimes I think it's like around the muscle. I think if you run in shin pads, it can help. <laughs> oh, good. So... <laughs> A shin splint, or its medical term, a medial tibial hematoma. Well done. It's, uh, it's basically, it just says it's pain alongside the inside edge of the shin bone due to inflammation of the tissue in this area. Um, and it genu- generally is because of the kind of rubbing and the kind of stuff like that. And yeah, it's basically okay. inflammation. It's bruising. Yeah. It's a hematoma. Dude, it gets fucking sore. Like when I was running proper, and by proper I mean just running, um... It was so painful after I'd say if I ran three times in a week that like even Evie just like sitting on my legs, I'd be like, fuck. She's a tiny little human for those of you that don't know. She's a baby and Mm. it would fucking cane. Mm. Cane's a word that is not used enough for pain, by the way. Nah. It's just not. It's gone the way of the fucking, the the cassette as well and I don't like it. No, bring cane back. It caned me. Yeah, it caned. Should we talk some rugby league? Yeah, let's talk some rugby league. (laughs) That was utter dribble. Punters and Dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day, the fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout out to the, the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month, and if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love ya. Punters and Dribblers podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe. Nay, the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, There's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets giving each other shit, having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, some I liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. 
For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Bye, a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a t- it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY, you get 50 bucks off the case. If you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say. Go to hellosport.shop. Bang, rosé on there, code manly, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler. And we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that yeah. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. All right, Eddie, a bit of rugby league here. Now, I'd, I'd like to start just with a bit of math for you, like some NRL math. Mm-hmm. Now, because we all know that manly humped the Titans 36 to nil on the weekend, right? We'll get into that. We will get into that. But let me just, just follow me here. Manly beats Titans. Titans beat Knights. Mm. Knights beat Sharks. Mm. Sharks beat Dragons. Mm. Dragons beat Eels. Mm. Eels top three. Manly's top three. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Manly's top three. We're the in ma- the top the three. The math checks out. Yeah. No, it does. He just told you the math. Go back and listen to it again if you need assistance. <clears throat> so we're in the top four. We're in the top four. We are in the top four. We're in the top four mentally. But is that the first... Is that the greatest leap of any team in the history of NRL? We went from, I think, 15th to, f- to third in one round. Yeah. That's never happened before. No, 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 no. It's never happened before. Not as far as I'm aware. But that's what happens when you hump teams. Mm-hmm. When you give them a good old humping... It's worth more than two points. It's worth more than... T- it's exactly right, Tom. I mean, I look at the side now and I think to myself, this could well be another premiership year. I it's, mean, it just... It looks like that to me. It looks like another premiership year. It is truthfully, truthfully insane to think about how good Tom Draboyevich is. I'll get his stats up. Could you get some stats up, Eddie? And I'll get his... Because oh, obviously I gave the, the punter and the dribbler. We'll get the tissues. We'll get the lube. And let's just go through these I obviously things. gave the, the, the punter and the dribbler the halftime stats, but I think I need to give the full-time stats now. Do you know what I mean? Give time? them all of them. Give them... Lay it on them. Because this was one of the great comebacks all time. One try, one offload, two line breaks, two try assists, four tackle breaks, two line break assists. Okay. He made two out of two tackles. He ran for 189 metres off, off, off 16 runs. He had three dummy half runs, 21 dummy half run metres, three hit-ups and 35 hit-up run metres. I don't know what the fuck that means. But he ran for 189 metres. And he did 150 of those like in the first half. And he went off. Yeah. And he went off. He was like 153 metres at half time. He fucking blew them apart. That first half was probably the best first half of footy I think ever been played in the history of rugby league since 1908. Yeah. They, they were reaching for the record books. Is this Name the greatest? me a better half of footy. I'd like to see it. No. I'd like to see it. We were overwhelmed. I was overwhelmed. You are overwhelmed. I hit the panic button in the house. I was like, get Nambo here. I might come to death. Mm. I, didn't. I actually got home from Narrabeen. It was like 2.58. Sit down on the couch and I was like, oh, oh wait. Isn't Manly playing at 3 o'clock in Willowvale? Mm-hmm. In, 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 in a beautiful Mudgy? part of the world, Mudgy. Ah, yeah. Yeah, they are. Has my body, like, 
timed this somehow? Yeah, perfectly. Because it knew deep down? Sure. Now, the Omens were all there, there to see. Glenn and Brett Stewart were out there. They got a nice photo together looking old and happy, which was great. Looked happy. They looked real happy. There was then that photo of that super, super fucking... Uh, Look, with the greatest respect, Bogan Manly fan with Tapau tattooed on her leg. All class. All class. Elegant, I'll what, understated. I'll tell you what, that tattoo artist, Tom, can we just just take a moment to appreciate the handiwork? Yeah. I also like the colours. Nothing to do with Manly. Yellow and blue, but Tapau. Well, it's, com- it's comic booky. Yeah. Tapau. Okay. Uh, right. Like Kapow. Yeah, right. But I mean, but they could have still done it in Manly colours, but I do hear you. I agree with that. Yeah. But... You know, that's I'm, almost that it almost makes a tattoo better. If we're being honest, oh, look, I'm not going to criticize art. Beautiful no. art, Tom. Beautiful art. Now, I'm going to have to apologize to whoever wrote this article, Dave. You could actually look it up on the interwebs right now. It's on theraw.com, and it was a guy talking about Tom Trebovich maybe being like the greatest player of all time. I know that sounds ridiculous, but when everyone talks about Oh, Manly's a one-team player and all that sort of shit. I can understand how they say that in the sense that, like, there is, you know, like, we come back. Obviously, we, we've been – it's well documented that we've been talking about him being a 40-point player. It might be 50, 60-point player if you look at that. But certainly, he's at least a 40-point player. At a minimum. At a minimum. But to have a player be as influential to a team as he is, like, there actually isn't anyone else that's – that fucking hectic, that, that is so important to their team. And when he came, like the, seeing him play, he made everyone so much better because the defence starts going, oh, fuck, Tommy Turbo's got the ball. So then every player around him has more time because everyone else is like wigging out like, oh, do I hold off here? Kieran played his best game of the year. Daly played his best game of the year. Fucking everyone well, had their they best like game. Options. It's another option out the back, Tom. Do you know what I mean? the best option. Well, it's the best option in rugby league out the back. Of course it's going to make you play better. It's going to take you to another fucking goddamn level. But also, being in the sheds uh, lacing up, Tom, you know what I mean? Putting the boots on and looking over and seeing a, a, a Hulk, a thoroughbred yeah. in Tom Javojevic, it's going to give you another yard of pace. It's going to give you another fucking bit of get up and go. Mm. It's going to get you – it's going to take you to the next level. I think we spoke about it on uh, uh, the preview show with Kempi a couple of weeks ago. When Tommy gets back into a side, it's like a Bondi rescue scene where one of the lifeguards is out in the water with his big old piece mm. and everyone's just climbing on board and it's like, yep. come with me, let me take you to shore. Yep. So that's Tommy. Yep. Tommy just lays in the water and says to the boys, hop on my piece. Everyone gets go. on, take me back to yep. the swing. And it's just all of them riding a wave and everyone, of glory. Of glory, that's right. And glory it was because there's a lot of fucking losers out there, Tom. Lots. A lot of losers who have been pretty happy to bash Manly. Oh, you're going to fucking win the spoon. Oh, you're going to win the spoon. You fucking shit. Oh, we don't win spoons, brah. It's like, brah, brah, have you forgotten the weapons in the duffel we got? You all must have forgot. You must have forgotten. Like, I looked at that side and I'm like, that's a pretty good side. That's a pretty good rugby league side. That's a pretty good rugby league side. Tell you what. And people are stepping up left, right and centre. Uh, case in point, Mr. Jason Saab, quickest man in rugby league. Where, okay, so Jason Saab by, and this, this, is, this is Jason's words, didn't have a great start to the season. But 
when you sit around the setup long enough and, and you get to know the boys and the and the flavour and the jam and everyone's fucking, you know, the way they move and yeah. the way they play yeah. the, the, the game. The way they salt their steak, Eddie. That's right. That's right. <laughs> the way they salt their steaks. You get a sense of, okay, where am I going to be effective then? Yeah. What can I do to help? I've come straight uh, from a DMC, so I, don't, I know these, like, I don't... Most clubs don't do it like those losers. That's Same right. with Josh Alloy came from a DMC. He's yeah. now fucking in Dude, great I was going to say, Josh is fucking killing it on yeah. the weekend. It takes DMC people, players from that have come from DMC clubs to real proper clubs. It takes them longer to adjust. It because does. they're like, well, okay. Oh, this is professional. Oh, I'm used to semi-professional. <laughs> this is weird. But look at Jason Saab now, who is actually, like, frighteningly quick. No and one knew that. quicker. But no one knew how quick he was. quicker. When he played for the DMC Dragons, and even at the start of the season for Manly, it was like, holy shit. No, I had no idea how quick he was until the Warriors game. And they just threw a chip over, and he just out-sprints everyone. Like, when, he, when Tommy Trevojevic broke the line and then gives that fucking ball on the inside to him, he literally comes from fucking nowhere. Yeah. And he just... Sort of meanders up next to him. Doesn't even look like he's trying. No. Like, Jesus And when he was God. in the side, like when early in the season, with the greatest <laughs> respect to Jason, and Jason, as you said, he was not a fan of his own early season form, there was a bit of like, okay, what the fuck's... What's Saab's go? Like, what's he doing? What's his Emma? What's his... Because he's tall as shit, but I'm not seeing him flower for balls out on the wing. No, like, he wasn't flowering. He wasn't flowering for fucking shit. What does he do? And then you go, oh... Oh, he's a weapon. He's a weapon that you keep in the duffel bag. You go, oh, yeah, George Tafua, when he's back from injury. That was what the sort of thing I was thinking, like, Tafua will come back and we'll get a hitman on the wing. But you go, oh, I actually think that raw, unbridled, Fabri-inspired pace Mm. is just much more potent than fucking anything. I think Fabri-inspired pace is the difference at finals time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you're a club who's looking to march towards another ring, their ninth in the illustrious history. Yeah, yeah, another one in another decade. I think you I think you go, Jason's a threat. Yeah. Jason's a threat for us. Like, I don't think anyone catches Jason in open space. No way, bro. No one. Can't be done. Can't it's be done. It's impossible. He is fast as fuck, dude. And, you know, I saw him on Saturday. We Obviously, we follow him on the ground. He's out at an athletics meet watching his mates sprint. So he's just around sprinting. No, no, he loves it. He just loves fast But sprinters shit. like to sprint, Tom. Yeah. Sprinters like to sprint. Obviously, the home of sprinting is the track. And that doesn't surprise me when I order. He would have been out there with Roger. Yeah. Probably talking tactics, talking cadence. Roger starting to reshare some of our posts on Instagram. Like, there's a, there's a fucking... You know, there's, there's an a, acknowledgement there. As a relationship building. That's right. Is there something in the future between us and Roger? Potentially. Very potentially. There's every chance. There's every chance. That's right. Um, one of the more rousing, and if you missed it, go to Manly's socials, um, team songs I've ever heard sung. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Even to the point where Ella was like, wow, they're pumped up. I'm like, you better fucking believe it. They're back. That's why. They're back. Everyone they're knows up. they're back. And look, some people, because, I mean, we did, it was up on our socials this week, the Thick Ropes County 11 were named the Wisden Cricket Photograph of the Year, which was really nice. I didn't see that coming at all. We were only – we weren't even told initially. It was just announced. We were like, holy shit. Uh, But National Geographic photo of 2021 finalist already is the photo of you and I and the turbos underneath the fucking – what's it called? The rainbow. 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 That was – 
I, again, I didn't even realize. You don't sometimes you don't realize when you're in those photos, like what what you're a part of, and then you see it, and you're like, holy shit! I think it was the most beautiful photo I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, ever. It's the most beautiful photo ever. Ever. Yeah, that's the most beautiful photo ever. Now, if you don't think that the rugby league gods exist, explain that photo to me. That that uh, rainbow was not there before the photo was taken. It wasn't there. And then the photo's taken, it's there. It just... <laughs> fuck me, mate. It was so beautiful. That's, that's obviously straight on the fridge. Um, on the fridge, on the gram. Thanks for coming. Manly, marching, marching, marching onwards. Now, we play the Tigers, I think, this weekend. Oh, see? See? See what I mean? Here we go. We, get, we, have to, we, we win this and we're legitimately... Top four. Top four. We already are top four, but like... We entrenched. are like... We're entrenched, that's right. Entrenched in the top four. Uh, so, you know... Can you, just, can you just quickly get up, Dave? What are the top eight? What's, how many points are the teams on in the top eight? Six. Six, yeah. yeah. So, so we're in top four. Yeah. With your four points. Well, no, Dave. We are, we're in the top four. Uh, rugby league math. Um, Eddie, in terms of manly uh, masturbation... Mm. The jerking of sea eagles. Mm. Is there anything else that we really need to touch on from that game? Uh, you know, it's funny. I heard someone mention it. When Turbo was out, we had no injuries except Turbo. Now Turbo's back. I'm hearing the commentators like, they've got Dylan Walker to come back. They've got uh, fucking Moses Suley to come back. I'm like, oh shit. We actually can get better and better and better and better and better. Interesting. Like, just looking at the odds here. They've, you know, certain bookies have still got the Titans at 34 to 1 and us at 41 to 1. Like, I'm looking at that and I'm like, I'm going to load up a Manly. Definitely. How in God's name are the Titans 34 to 1? After that. Well, because they had had an all right win against the Newcastle Knights who were down on troops the other weekend. They got absolutely fucking ploughed into the earth. (laughs) Like, absolutely ploughed. Yeah. With half the manly side out. It was a ploughing. An understaffed manly side ploughed them. <laughs> and they're still shorter than us. Yeah. Okay. That's sure. good. You know what? That's good for you us, dude. We get on that. manly win the, to win the comp. Get on manly. We're only going to get better. We're only going to get stronger. We're only going to grow. Only going to grow. You're the seagull. Entrenched in the top four. Now, a couple of other bits of rugby league tidbittery, Eddie, from the weekend. Yep. Yep. Uh... Have you heard that the All Blacks halfback, TJ Perinara, keen to come to the Roosters as they have a serious short uh, hooker situation? Look, I did hear that. I did hear that. And I didn't click on the article. Why? Well... You thought it was bullshit, like everyone else probably. Well, I thought it was bullshit, but I also... I mean, I was probably... You know, quite busy trying to work out if I like that chicken gravy or not. Yeah. So, also, you know, like... There was other things on my mind. No, I'm not paying for a Daily Telegraph subscription. And I never will. <laughs> so, there's that. There's that, Daily Telegraph. Like, if you want to just start throwing out a couple of fucking, you know, free subscriptions, or at least, like, you can read five articles before like the, the SMH. Goes, SMH, yeah. you're allowed a few free articles a month. I'm, I'm like, never getting a subscription. So... That being said, I've thought about it a few times. In fact, I did have one. Because you get the papers sent to your house, which is nice. I'm still an analog paper man. 
I like going to get it though. Sometimes. Yeah, that's nice. Get but I tell you what, house. it makes me feel like I'm in like an American sort of like you know remember the movie Beethoven with the yes, dog. Yes. I feel like the dad in Beethoven where I walk downstairs in my dressing gown and like get the paper from the fucking front of the house and like you know the dog's bitten and it's like ah you know what I mean I'm holding my coffee. So there is also that element which is nice. I feel more like you know I'm in Beethoven, but you're not. But I'm not, <laughs> and I don't even have a dog. So yeah. <laughs> thinking about it, anyway. Give us five free articles on my Daily Telegraph, please. Because the amount of times they've got me with the clickbait headline. Just give me five. Just give me five. So, obviously, what? The Roosters are looking for a halfback because Harry hooker. Grant... A hooker, rather. Fucking Harry Grant tore them a new a-hole on, on Friday. Damn, he's you good. Talk, we're, like, we're talking about influential players. Obviously, Tommy Turbo, the most influential player in the history of rugby league football, going back to 1908. But Harry Grant, pretty fucking good. Yeah. Like, Very he, good. he fucking dominated the rock as soon as he came on and then just piled on the fucking points. And they've got That Brandon was all Smith. him. That was all him. But to have him and Brandon Smith, like, you would assume that he starts before Brandon. Brandon would be moving back to the bench. Would you imagine, Dave, as a Storm Dick rider? Yeah, although the game plan I think we went with this week was pretty good, especially for good teams like the Roosters. Like, we just pumped them in the first 50 minutes, just, like, tackle one-offs off dummy half, like, Brandon Smith just like trucking nut and going hard. And then when they were tired, Harry Grant came on with fresh legs and just fucking ran through there. Tore them apart. So, I mean, that's an option. It is tough, like, you know, to know who, which order you play what in. But if you Brandon's, had, to get, if you had but, to get rid of one of them, who'd you get rid of? That's tough. At the end of last season, before he ever played for us, I would have said Harry Grant. But now it's like, I don't know. But the, be- the reason Brandon Smith was so good for us last year um, – and coming off the bench is we got him, Nelson, and Tui Kamikamitha off the bench, which is like the scariest three people to ever come on when you've just played 30 minutes of footy and you're yes. tired. Like, that's unreal. But it's just great to see. Did you see there was that Fox Sports article that said like, oh, Brandon Smith and Harry Grant are like the best one-two punch in the league. And then one of them commented underneath. I think Brandon commented and tagged Harry Grant and goes like, oh, I'd one-two punch you. And then Harry Grant comments and goes, oh, I'd one-two punch your fart box. Oh, and so good on you, It's boys. just good to see the boys getting yeah. around each other. Like, of, I don't, I don't of, think we need one or the other. I think no, the two right. of them together are A bit of public happy. expression of fart box punching. Yeah, sure. That's a fisting joke. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fisting joke from the boys. So you know they're up and about. You know they're in good spirits. They are in very good get on spirit. with each other. There's no... I mean, there's a healthy rivalry, but it's not any sort of... Nah, it won't stop two mates from fisting each other. Yeah. No. Which is nice. Which is important. Yeah. Because you know what? When you take fisting out of a relationship, it goes to hell. Well, you may as well break up. May as well break up. May as well break up. Now, TJ Perinara of the Roosters uh, apparently played rugby league as a young fella. Um, So he knows how to play the game. He's also currently in Japan, so he wouldn't be back for the final until the final nine games or something. Cool, cool, cool. If you get him, sick. Of course, the Roosters get a fucking all black. Um, Second year in a row. Second year in a row, yeah, yeah it's true. Sunny and now TJ. Like, um, that's the only reason why I was like, oh shit, this might actually happen. Because when I read the Sunny Bill thing last year, you just think like, oh, it's all talk and whatever. Yeah, but, but at least like, Sunny had played for him before. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? You're true, like, TJ yeah. hasn't played fucking rugby league. Yeah. But anyway, it's happened. Or oh, it's happening. Like, apparently, it's all pretty fucking. It's not just like, um, you know, Buzzy Rothfield fucking rhetoric. It's, it's relatively uh, legitimate. Is that. Like, is that where they're at, though? Oh, we need a hooker, so we're going to get TJ Perinara. Well, they wouldn't be paying him much. I don't think TJ's going to be able to command too much. It seems fucking random, though. 
Like he hasn't he doesn't play rugby league. No, but he has as a junior. And yeah, he was which a highly is when? touted. No, but he was there was I was hearing on somewhere over the weekend that like he was it was like him and so like at these junior sort of rugby league uh, talent scout or like rugby league talent scouts were heavily going after him and he decided to go rugby union. Like he was actually um, quite highly touted as a rugby league junior and played both. He just went the way. So I think for the Roosters, it was like... Did he play Did he play hooker? Well, I, I think he would have played hooker or half. Like, he's a little fucking... He's not big. No. no. Um, but so I think that, yeah, they're like... It's not really much of a gamble because they're not going to pay shitloads of money for him. And it's a very Roosters move. Mm, I think it's, it's very like, Roosters. It's as much a PR exercise as it is, you know, yeah. signing it. They could have signed a random hooker, like... That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I like that about the Roosters, though. I do like that. Even though, like, like you know, it's hard to hate the Roosters because there are a lot of players that we like in there, you know, the Angus Crichtons and all those sort of fuckers. But, like, I like that there's teams in the comp that are, like, well, it's mainly them, but they're, like, the flashy... If it wasn't for Russell Crowe at South, it's, like, they're, like, the Hollywood side, the Roosters. You know what I mean? Like, they are the just, Hollywood side. Yeah, but the South kind of are because Russell Crowe and Hemsworth's always there and shit. But you know but what I mean? They're, they're like... No, no, but, like... They do the flashy shit. They're the Manchester United. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, They're the Real Madrid and yes, shit. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Well, it's, you know, it's always good when you got a billionaire in your pocket, isn't it? Well, it's always nice, yeah. You know what I mean? That Billy Cash. Now, listen, have we soured our relationship with the manly owner? Potentially. Thanks to our live performance in front of them. Well, look, people are still, I think, digesting the live performance. <laughs> yeah, I think it's fair to say. Mine's still being made up. Yeah, well, yeah, they're yeah, still yeah. being made up. That's I right. haven't heard anything from the club. <laughs> no, we haven't. Although they were commenting on our photo. Um, well, on, yeah, they look. They're, they're certainly whoever's that's running something. Their, whoever's running their socials is certainly obviously the fan. corporate. You know, the corporate team's gone quiet. Yeah. Um, look, you know. Look, if, I think had, if we had our time over, would we do the same thing again? Yeah. Oh, fucking fucking oath, we, oath would. we would. I'm not changing for no one. No, no, no. Uh-uh. Just because you're old and stiff doesn't mean I'm going to change my approach. No. And, you know. If I, you didn't get it, that's on you. I think that 90% of the room didn't have an Instagram account, put it that way. 90? I think I it'd think be a bit higher than that, my friend. <laughs> Are we still not over it? Correct. Um <laughs> Shout out to the chairman's lounge. Um, anyway, let's move on. Dave, Will Chambers to the Sharks. Is that actually happening that, or is that just a rumour? No, that appears to be happening because uh, I read an article that he phoned up Paul Gallen just to make sure there was no bad blood. Obviously, the two of them had a bit of a feud after the 17 grand final and a few other games where, you know... When someone like Will Chambers comes up against someone like Paul Gallen, you kind of expect there to be a bit of niggle in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, apparently he's going to come back to the Sharks. He was playing in the Super League. Um, was he in the Super League? Yeah. How old is he now? He wouldn't um, be that. He's been around, man. He's, he's, been, been, around. he's been around. Remember, he went to the Queensland Reds and came back. He won the well. comp with him off the bench. That's true. Uh, he's 32 now. He's I'm been playing. No. Oh, no, sorry. My bad. He's been playing in Japan for yeah, Suntory Sun Goliath. Yeah. Great names in the Japanese They are fantastic names. Yes. How many games of rugby league football did he play? I'm going to say, I'm going to guess. Get it up, and then I'm going to guess. I'm going to say he played 100 and, 180. 215. Eddie. Oh, Eddie's mighty close. So club games, which is only for the Storm, in rugby league, he played 218. Ooh. And he's got, like, I don't know, 20 or so rep games for Queensland and Australia. Yeah, he, yeah, he played a lot of footy. Yeah, yeah. won a couple of comps. 
Mm. Did the damn thing, didn't he? Pop Lost us the comp as well in that Sharks game. If you no, fucking he didn't lose you the comp, well. mate. The Sharks won that motherfucker. Fafita won that. Fafita won that. Yeah, well, you know, Sharks were cheating. You couldn't stop Fafita. So. There was about five blokes trying to stop Did you say the Sharks were cheating? Were they not? Motherfucker, you are the biggest cheat in the world. Yeah, so obviously I can recognise another one. The Sharks weren't cheating, mate. Please. I'm not giving them cheats. I'm saying you Why guys. were they cheating? Because they salary had a salary cap. cap. Like no, no. The whole like peptides and the drugs thing. Bro, that was before then. That was what, before. Wasn't that like up until that year and then no. mysteriously no, no, disappeared no, 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 that no, year? No, 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 no. no, They'd no. Already You're got, thinking about the salary cap. Yeah, they got hit for peptides before that final. They all like got suspended and shit before that final. You're thinking about the salary you cap. You would have been like nine, so yeah. you probably don't remember any of that. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. Um, you would have been born yesterday. Yes, you probably weren't alive. It's no, just no, trauma. Actually, do you know a funny story about that grand final? The Storm Sharks grand final 2017. It was on the night of, and we might get into a bit of Jewish news here as well. It was on the night of Yom Kippur, which is a fast day. And like a big, like, so you meant to fast for 25 hours and then the whole family. 25 hours? Yeah. Like sunset to sunset the next day or something. Because it's like, you know, it's the remembrance day. It's like remembering all the bad stuff and all that. And so I was at my auntie's place that night for the big, like, breaking of the fast. And it was the grand final and, you know, the whole week and the... Two weeks before, I was like, no, if we make the grand final, I'm going. Like, I'm not, not going to the grand final. Yeah, I was there. So, yeah, I didn't end up going. I sat upstairs while everyone else was eating downstairs and just, like, had a six-pack to myself and watched the whole game. And then, you didn't, and, then, and you didn't get And up. then we lost and I was pissed off and then, yeah. Dude, I'm glad you didn't go, though. That would have Well, sucked. yeah, maybe you would have won if I was there. No, you would have. Um, I was there. Great game. Yeah, it was yeah. a great game. Mm, it was a good game. But, Can you yeah. drink water during Yom Kippur? You're not meant to. Why? So is Yom Kippur on every grand final or does it change? No, but it's always around that year. So there's like a bit of a double header between Jewish New Year, um, (laughs) which, and then like a couple weeks after Yom Kippur. And it's always around the time of like the final series and the grand final. So like I've missed a few, you know, qualifying finals and prelims because it's Jewish New Year. But so why, so does it, how is it falling in the grand final? There's a Jewish calendar, which works on the lunar calendar. Right. And so it's kind of similar times every year. Kind of like Easter's like always like, you know, April-ish. March or April, yeah. So yeah. it's the same. Like Passover is always that same period as Easter. Passover is what? That was the... Uh, End of the Exod- 40 days. Exodus, 40. no, Exodus from Egypt when we were slaves and then the weird bread that I brought the other week. Oh, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You guys have got some fucking like some things to do on your calendar, don't you? Like, <laughs> yeah. There's a, a lot, lot events, going on yeah. in the there's Jewish a lot calendar. More. But like none of Their them... calendar's are- filled up. Yeah. Yeah. None of them are as fun as like hunting for chocolate Easter eggs, though. We don't get good, we don't get <laughs> yeah. good shit like that. We're no. just like, no, you can't eat this, you can't eat that. Yeah, like, yeah. The Christian one's pretty like, yeah, chase eggs, give presents. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, see, Two I things think, a year. Well, I feel like, like chocolate and gifts. The problem with the Jewish holidays <laughs> is that they haven't really been updated. Like the Easter egg thing and the giving presents thing, that wasn't an OG, you know, biblical thing, was it? That's been updated. Uh, I believe it 100 percent was OG. I no, think that was that, OG. really Santa Claus. Bro, is yes. a biblical fucking <laughs> yes. icon. Was not made up by the Coca-Cola no. company. No, no, he wasn't. No. no, he wasn't. And it was about giving gifts, much like, you know, Sunday, Easter, was about giving people Cadbury. Yeah. And <laughs> Chocolate, yeah, exactly. And it was about, uh, some, guy, some dribbler explained it. It was like, because the Christian religion is about like procreating, yeah, rabbits fertility. fuck all the time, and they all, rabbits lay eggs. So. And it also, funnily enough... Chocolate made into egg shapes. Yes. I mean, bunny shapes. Bunny shapes. So rabbits, chocolate rabbits and rabbits, because rabbits are the only anim- mammal to lay eggs. Yep. Do your own research. Uh, that was also why they did it. 
So, Dave, don't you start fucking coming after Christianity, bro. I th- although we are in Jewish I don't think right bunnies now. lay eggs. I know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. But I think they do. The I only mammals to eggs. lay eggs... Platypus? But and echidnas. Uh, but and they're not mammals. And they're, like, they're called monotremes. Yeah, exactly. What are? Monotremes. <gasps> echidnas. And, and platypus. platypus. Monotreme? Monotreme. 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 Here we go. A bit of fucking... I thought it was monotreme. No, monotreme. Monotreme. Okay. Monotreme. Is this like beautiful? Look like mammals, but I lay eggs. Yeah, they're like similar to marsupials. They're like not marsupials, but they're not mammals. They're like somewhere in between. This has been a very eventful Jewish news. <laughs> monotreme? Monotreme, yeah. So pretty much just echidnas and platypus. Long story short. Will Chambers to the Will Chambers, Will Chambers to the Sharks. sharks. Congratulations, <laughs> Congratulations, Will. Congratulations, Will. Uh, oh, John Morris, dude. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about we John. We didn't talk about John. Poor old John. I mean, look, it's old news now we're here, but John Morris. Like, Tell me John wasn't fucked over. John was fucked over. Like, a bloke that's been to the finals twice in the two years that he's been there, tick, had 700000 less in the salary cap because of past indiscretions. Still getting the job done. Had a fucking shitload of retirements in that time. Had a uh, had to blood. He's blooded cherry like piss twelve and hot. new debutants or some shit. Cherry piss and hot. All that shit. Fafita going off the boil. Mm. Sean Johnson's been injured. Like Sean half the time Johnson he's there. injured. Like everyone, all the boys love him. He's one of the boys. He's played fucking how many games did he play for the 300. Sharks? Three hundred. Oh, yeah. not for the Sharks. Across but he the played, but he was a three hundred gamer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then they fucked him off for a bloke who's never coached first grade. Like, but yeah. also that, like, when he had that final meeting, they were like, he said, he came out of it positive. I oh, know. They told him. Well, his his manager was told that all things went well. Like, you yeah. know, it's going well. It's good. It's good. It's positive. You're and then they the were shot. like, oh, yeah, like, uh, you're actually, A, you didn't get the job, and B, you know how we told you, well, we didn't tell you anything, but you know how you thought you were going to coach at the end of the year? Well, you're not. Because why we would they sack him immediately? we don't want you to do well. I don't understand why they sack him immediately. That's the most fucked up Because they obviously don't want him to do well. But that's bizarre. Or he's done. I don't think he's done anything wrong. Otherwise, that would come out. Rugby league is... Rugby league walls are paper thin. That's true. I think they don't want him to do well, and it's a bad look because if fucking John takes them, you know, to the to the finals again and they get rid of him, it's like what the fuck is this all about? Yeah. But instead, let's bring Craig in because he's been in the Robertson system and uh, see how he goes. Poor old John. Shout-outs to John. Um, Tell you what, Craig is going to be a massive, massive presser next year. Pressure, yeah, big time. And Cameron Sorrell. When you when you fucking handle things this way. Right, sacking the coach for no reason, replacing him for no reason. You put the next coach under heaps of pressure. Shit loads of pressure. Because people will be like, "What the fuck? Why are you here when John took him to two finals and you're you've lost the first four games?" Allah, well, five. But a lot of people saying, and this is the thing that is completely reasonable, right? Is you go, listen, if you want to sign Craig for next year, that is okay. John is his contract finishes this year. That's all good. Sign Craig for next year. All right. That's what Still you don't want. agree with it. I don't agree with it, but if that's what you want, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with handling a situation that way. But to just give him the ass, find out today, all right, we've signed Craig and we're giving you the ass today, get out. It's like, what? Why? But also, like, what do they tell him, I wonder? Because he would have said, why? I don't think he's got any answers either. He's like, he was like almost crying when Danny Wadler's basically boxing him out of the whole interview. I know, Danny Wadler. Fuck, he's getting boxier, isn't he? Mm. 
Danny White at the box He's is starting to frame those. Sh- it's just going to be Danny's back. Well, that's Soon the new enough. thing I'm going to start photoshopping is Danny completely obscuring the interviewer. P.S. Have you noticed my Photoshop skills? Getting better. Bro, mm. those turbo, that was all daddy. Yeah, I know. Is that, is that stylus action? There's, that things, there's things that need improving. Sure, but going from naught to 100 like I did, yeah. just with that lasso, magnetic lasso tool. Did you use that? No, I don't use that. Dude. You just don't even. It just recognizes the outline of the shape, so you just drag it around, and it just it just plots it along, so you don't have to be like. Oh really? Yeah. Hot dude, if you yeah, you should be doing that because. But I, I look at your handiwork and I'm like, bruh, that looked good. No, it didn't. You're a liar. We're cutting this out. <laughs> We're cutting this out. No, because there's like. He's like missing half an arm and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know <laughs> yeah. that shit. But like, that's because I mean, you that's know, what I mean. Oh, what God, the fuck? You, no one's looking no at that. Arm. No one's looking at that. I only noticed but that you now. Just do it said properly. It. I think that was good. Nah, nah, that was good. That's I'm perfect. impressed that you know how to do it, but it could be better. Of course, it could be better. But I'm not the fucking Photoshop guy. I'm Tommy Content. Yeah. But I'm not the Photoshop guy, and that wasn't Photoshop. It's a real photo. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Uh, and then the other thing I think that was rugby league related. Oh, there's a. I mean, like Broncos lose again, but looked good. You almost lost that hundred bucks to Kempi, but the Broncos actually didn't look too bad almost, against. Almost, yeah, sure, almost I did, but I didn't. Oh, actually, how about Adam? The stones of Adam Reynolds to hit that Ooh. fucking two point drop goal from out to the right. Mm. Like every, when when the two point drop goal was was brought in, everyone was like, "This seems like a weird rule. Like it seems like a rule for the sake of the rule." But you're like. This is a fucking good rule. No, 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 no. The, the rule's starting to make a lot of sense. Because when it's kicked in the moment it's supposed to be kicked in, or it was designed to be kicked in, a la fucking... Two points Reynolds down. Or a la fucking... Cleary, Cleary did it. You're like, oh, oh, this is sick. Because you got to hit it fucking pure yeah. to kick it from 40 yeah. out. And not just that. So, like, uh, Cleary's one was good. Uh, but Reynolds' one was like game on the line, two points behind against a DMC. That's shameful to lose to a DMC. And hitting a drop goal not directly in front, which is where they all set up every one of their plays for drop goals. It's like he's just gone, all right, I'm out to the fucking to the right-hand side, and he's just crunched it. Mate, that finish to the, the Rabbitohs fucking game was fucking wild. That was so Poor good. old Madge Maguire, I'm like... <laughs> He may need to be like stretch it out. Yeah, of the yeah, stadium. or like medically sedated. Seriously, like you know when you got to sedate someone because they're losing, or like a rhino or some shit. Yeah, so you yeah, can exactly. operate. Yeah, they need to bring in like a w- wires to yeah, shoot yeah, him or like just shoot him. Yeah, tranquilizer yeah. Gun. put him in a bag and yeah, carry him. Put out. like a wet cloth over his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> he was and he was pumped. He thought at the end they'd won it, and I wasn't sure. I'm like, no. did Bird just get it down? I don't know. Like, did he drop it? Obviously, he didn't. That was a hell of a run from him. Hell of a run. But two great games of rugby league. But I, I, I still sit here, Tom. I can't help. I can't shake it. I, I sit here and I go, the game's fucked. Yeah, dude. It's just not that the game's... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, even though those games were unbelievable and there was a heap of unbelievable games this weekend, like, I just, I just can't get over the Warriors fact Warriors completed game. every set. Warriors 40 yeah. from 40 sets The game's completed. fucked, dude. Like, if I see... Like, if... Unless everyone completes it 100%. Like, if someone drops the ball, I turn it off. Yeah, yeah no, game's time. fucked. Game's fucked. Yeah, don't don't, you, do you turn it off? I don't even. Someone drops the ball. There was yeah, only yeah, like yeah. one sixty-year-old record that was broken this week. So like, yeah, fuck, no, no, like, game's fucked. Point, man. Yeah. Game's fucked. Game's fucked. <laughs> game's totally fucked. Games. <laughs> game's totally fucked. I've never hated rugby league more. Yeah. Uh, game's fucked. Uh, but Jackson Hastings to the Tigers is that bullshit? 
Um, I don't know if it's truth. I heard that back when like Luke Where's Brooks Jackson been living. I just what do you mean him. he's been winning Man of Steel's, bro? Of course, yeah. yes. Legitimately, think did he's he won the Man of Steel? I think he won it. Did he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he yeah. won the Man of Steel. <laughs> of course, he did. Of course he fucking did. That was a few years ago. Holy now, shit, the Man of Steel. Mm. Can you get up the Man of Steel winners, please? Yeah, yeah please. Speaking of Man of Steel winners, uh, or future Man of Steel winners, oh, Milford uh, Milford's been dropped back to Q Cup. And the Broncos didn't look too bad with the bloody Croft. No, I, uh, yeah, yeah, Croft yeah. did. And Looks all right. Yeah. Well, they had a crack. They had a crack. They had a fucking big crack. That was like the, the biggest crack the Broncos had. No, they had, had a big crack. Uh, Man of Steel winners. Uh, 2020 was Paul McShane, British dude. Yep. Um, Jackson Hastings, 2019. 2018 was Ben Barber. Then there was a bunch of Pommy guys. Names? Uh, Luke Gale, Danny Horton, Zach Hardacre, Daryl Clark, Danny Bro, Sam Tompkins in 2012. Before that, Rangy Chase. Yep. And then Pat Richards in 2010. Yep. Pat Richards won Man Pat of Steel. Richards won a, so did Brett Hodgson in 2009. Brett Hodgson. Like end of his career. I can't believe Pat Richards won it. <laughs> James Graham in 2008. Mm, fair. James Roby, Paul Wellens, Jamie Lyon in 05. Yeah, fucking sure. us. That makes sense. Um, then it looks, it's mostly British. Adrian Vowles in 99. No idea. No idea. Pat yeah, Richards, a man of steel. Respect that. Yeah. Man. Definitely respect that. And Brett Hodgson of Lost Us the Origin fame and of <laughs> Gordon Tallis throwing him into the first row fame with the greatest respect to Brett. Do you reckon Brett, when people like bring up what was it like to get rad-dolled, he goes, you know I want a man of steel. I think that'd be like, the only response. <laughs> it has to be. And then people must just reply and go, wait, what is that? <laughs> yeah, what is that? What is and that? then he has to explain. Yeah, yeah. he's like, do you mean like a steel rod put into your legs because they got broken after <laughs> Do you reckon he carries it around with him? The man of steel has to because the the highlight of him, that's pretty crazy, right? If you're a footballer, even one like Hodgson had a, uh, objectively a very successful career, won a grand final with the Tigers, I think, you know, won a man of steel, um, <laughs> played Origin. So he did have a successful career, but like if you have yourself like in a highlight where you just get absolutely fucking smoked. Not a not a highlight. The highlight, like it's one of it's, the most. It's probably the highlight. It's it, well, it's definitely one of the most replayed. Rugby it's league the highlights. origin highlight. Well, there's a couple of those, you know. That's not a try. It's a miracle, fucking. Yeah, but this one is. In terms shown. of defense, like it's the biggest, probably the most replayed rugby league tackle uh, or like origin yeah. tackle. But like that and Sattler in fucking Sattler in yeah, the, the grand final. final, MG and Wally Lewis. Like, there's a couple, but fuck me, it's yeah. shown every time. But like, it is. It, I wonder how that would feel where you're like, fuck. Do I have to see that again? That what, was you like, reckon he's pumped about it? No, I don't. Jesus, Tom. I don't think he sits there and goes, show it again. Even Sowie, friend of the show, uh, there's like that one where Greg Inglis basically fucking throws him into orbit. And you're like, he, I think yeah. even he's like, fuck, man, we, shall we playing that again? But the thing about that, he got thrown into orbit, yeah. He but did. it's still, it's still fucking Rabbitohs versus St. George, whereas this is origin. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And you're getting, getting ragdolled out. Dude, you got dragged from, like, oh, the centre of the field, just spun around. <laughs> and, like, there's a point that it starts, and then once the, once Gordy's got some momentum, you realise Hodgson just has kind of gone, well, I've got there's nothing I can do. <laughs> just, there's nothing I can do mannequin. here. So I just want to make sure leaving. that maybe I don't get choked. So I'm just going to let this thing play out. Because he always goes limp. Well, he's like, what else can I do? I'm just going to have to win a Man of Steel, dude. I'm fucked. <laughs> do you think you were thinking about that the whole time? 100%. Think about the Man of Steel. Yeah, well, he hadn't won it then. It was just no, but I mean, yeah. 
This is this he's is almost Gordy's throwing him into the so, Super League. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because he also threw that pass, I think, that Darren Lockyer took and that started the eighth straight. Don't want to get into it, but I'm pretty sure that was him. Um, Carmichael Hunt is uh, back in the Broncos squad as well. There's a man just staring in here, looking at us outside. How are you, sir? What's going on? How are you? Matt, he Matt, might want you. You in his spot, Matt? <laughs> he looks very angry. He does. He looks He's, scary. What is he, 6'4"? <laughs> he looks frightening. He looks tall as shit. He's staring at me. Producer Matt. Uh, parked in his car park <laughs> Here we go Someone's parked in his spot Did he threaten you? Did he threaten you Matt? What did he say? Nah He said a very That was funny Dude he is Humongous <laughs> He was staring at me. Like. He, was Dude, he just stood there and stared. Yeah, him. I was like, "Oh, hello, fucking tall guy in high vis. What's going on? How does he know? Well, how do they always know to come here? You would, guys be, are, would be the only ones in here this time. Well, Although it is nine o'clock. Yeah, now. not now. But I just was so stoked when I roll in here and see that car park free. Is it? Is that the only free car park in there? Bro, I got. I thought there was two, and then the dude came at me, and he you was like, also parked very just like it's so you just to go. I'm just gonna park the white car. Yeah, before, yeah. Dude, he's just you just parked. I always think about that, but like it's just parked in the middle of nowhere, basically. <laughs> like there's no park there. No one says anything. How do you do that all the time? Now is that yeah, your? It's my park. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a you thing to find a place to park where it's just like no, I'm just gonna park it here. And I was like, as soon as I was coming back back up from getting coffees, I go, that's Eddie, isn't it? He's just parked right in the middle. It's almost like you've parked across the door, the entrance to the but building. There's no one, but it, there could be a park. That's what I'm saying. It yeah. could be and it should be. It's, it's wasted space no longer. No. And I mean, like, yeah, if, if it's no one's, if it's a sign to no one, who's to come and police There's no that? sign there. There's no nose parking. It is a massive area that you can easily park. There's room everywhere. I'm like, I'm parking there. That's my thing. If you still, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> That's gonna be you next week staring at me, being like, "Is this, is this your car, mate? Is this yours?" Like, yeah, you come in and go, "Dave, is this your car?" Don't fucking move it. Oh, it's funny. Um, all right, yeah, Hastings, maybe to the Tigers. Who gives a shit? Sure. Uh, That's rugby league. That's rugby league. Manly thirteen plus against the Tigers. Yep. Funny stat. I don't know if you put it up or someone put it up. If you picked Manly 13 plus all season, you'd be up. So you're welcome. You're welcome. You, Thank you very you much. Little, you, you fuckers doubt us all the time. I know you do. I yeah. know you sit there at your desk laughing and it's been like, these two are the biggest losers all time. But we're not, though. We're not. You are. The reality is we're not, though. So, you know, <laughs> the reality is we're not. Uh, but that's rugby league. You guys are all losers. Manly, the greatest team in the comp, going to win the comp. We're in the top four. So fuck you. What, Dave? And I just okay. So this has literally just come in. Like a bunch of European football teams are breaking away to make their own league as a as a rival to the Champions League. So, oh. Man, so six clubs, from, six clubs from England: Man U, Liverpool, Man City, Arsenal, Chelsea, and Tottenham. Then Real Madrid, Barcelona, Atletico Madrid, and Juventus, AC Milan, and Inter Milan have all released a statement announcing the new competition which is likely to begin in 2022 as a direct rival to the Champions League. Why? The Champions League's obviously done something to them. Like, they've been like, we're going to fucking pull your funding or we're not giving you enough money or some shit. This is obviously a money-related issue, mm. and it's a threat. But it could almost yeah. be like... 
because you know the Champions League has like certain entry qualifications. Like you have to finish in the top five in your league. No, 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 no. It wouldn't league. be about that. It would be about money. Yeah. Because it's the, it's the competition is already established. It's prestigious. They all want to win it. Yeah, you've got to finish in the top four. You've got to qualify. But they're obviously getting fucked over on money. That would be my guess. Yeah. And I could this, be wrong, but that would be my guess. And the, and so this is it's not going to happen. Is this a threat, or it's like it's being talked about? No, this is like never like the uh, so the Real Madrid president is the inaugural chairman of what they're calling the Super League. Funnily enough, um, oh god, imagine being the Super League, just been going fuck. What do you mean? You can't, you can't just call out like, well, we're going to, we're going to. It's like yeah, we're we already are. the Super League. Where it's we like, are? No, no, we've already. Sorry. There's a copyright infringement. Hey, how about we just buy your competition then? How about well, we just we buy are. the Super League and yeah. then we'll just bury it? Um, shit. So, yeah, it's, I don't know, he, he said a bunch of bullshit about growing the game. Like, we'll help football at every level and take it to its rightful place in the world. Only global sport with more than 4 billion fans. Our responsibility as big clubs is to respond to their desires. Um, one of the Man U co-owners is like, by bringing together the world's greatest clubs to play each other throughout the season, Super League will open a new chapter for European football, ensuring world-class competition and facilities, increased financial support for the wider football pyramid. Um, and then I said there's a bunch of outrage um, with some people coming out and saying that clubs could be banned from their domestic competitions because... So, sorry. Europe's major football body, UEFA, said the clubs concerned will be banned from playing in any other competition at domestic European or world level, and their players could be denied opportunity to represent their national teams. So they'll be out of the EPL? Maybe, if, you, if that's not just a shallow threat. Because UEFA clearly have some power in the world soccer game yeah. where they can say to the EPL or to whoever else, God, what and to apparently international fight. teams, to say, like, no, nah, don't play. What a shit fight. They've been trying to grab other big teams like Bayern Munich and PSG to join the league. Yeah, yeah. apparently they've been talking about this breakaway for a while. It's on the eve of voting about some new reforms. I wonder if that's to be voting like- on new Champions League reforms. And this is obviously like a... Drop sack on table. Yes. I wonder if, like, for the English clubs, if this is a Brexit thing, if that's, like, making their minds. I don't know. Oh, what, like some sort of uh, politically... Well, not, not just politically, but maybe for them to go play football in Europe, it was going to be, you know, more expensive, more work to get players' shit, and UEFA being a European thing, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Who the fuck knows? Interesting. Interesting. Sounds like great to me. Certainly more interesting than football's been to me for a while. Um, so we'll wait and see how that plays out, Edward. We will, Tom. David. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks. Look at breaking news, Dave, over there. Yeah, yeah, he is. There's one more. There's one more news story that's on the tip of my mind, um, Tom Dior. Obviously, as Australians, we've had an affinity with jumping. Mm. As you know, ever since we were colonised, the Australian has known almost only one thing, and that is to jump. To jump. Well, we jumped from England to Australia. That's right. So we've got jumping, and also let's not forget our uh, traditional owners of the land, phenomenal jumpers. That's right. Better than we were. That's right. They taught us a lot about jumping on. The well, that's right. The Indigenous Australian taught us how to jump. I'm talking here. We the, thought the we knew how to jump. And then once, you know, the initial sort of settlers came here, they realised they didn't know the first thing about jumping. That's right. And now it's funnily enough, we all know how to jump and jump well. Yeah. There's been another jump of substance uh, in the last 24 hours, I believe. An Australian woman, the first to clear two metres, which is terrific, Dior. 
Nicola McDermott, yep, the first Australian woman to break the two-metre barrier. Fucking high. This is a high jump, mm. right, over the bar. Two metres is quite tall. Two metres is fucking she, ridiculous. She just jumped over that bloke who was staring at us outside. She could have high jumped that fella. So she would have. He she, wouldn't have been two metres. No, he wouldn't have been two. She could have cleared him. That's high. Yeah, dude. Nicola McDermott. Yeah. Shout out to Big Nick. Shout out to Big Nick. Where does Big Nick sit in the in the in the world standings now? So she's now nine centimeters short of the world record, which isn't a lot, but it's still a fair bit. A fair bit. Fuck me, it's a lot. Two meters nine is a big, big jump. It's a big leap. It's a hell of a leap. Sure. Where did she? Was it the Australian Championships? Um, this was at. Yep. So I mean, she's her greatest ever jumper ever. Well, well, high jumper, high jumper, female high jumper. Well, yeah, obviously, obviously, yeah. where you got illustrious career in pole vaulting and long jumping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got your, your hookers, Tatiana Grigorieva. Now, is she a high jumper? Is she a vaulter? She was a vaulter. She was a vaulter. I'm glad you knew because I wasn't googling her name. Silver, yeah, Sydney. silver, silver at Olympics. Yeah. Uh, silver at Rob the gold, Rob the gold, Rob the gold, and one of the most genetically gifted athletes, uh, like attractive that we've had of all time, of all time. Yeah, Nicola bronze. Commonwealth Games medalist in 2018 and has qualified for Tokyo. So. You'd fucking hope she's qualified yeah. for Tokyo, breaking the two metre. When is Tokyo? Well, it's either going to be this year or it's going to be cancelled. And Japan has had more COVID fucking than anyone at the they're moment. They're going to cancel it? Yeah. Wouldn't I, postpone it again? No. Nah. The thing is, they're either doing it this year or it's off. And if they do do it this year, it's still called Japan 2020. How funny is that? Yeah, well, did you see that logo they had? They don't want to get rid the of that. Logo, the logo. Whoever came sick. up with that logo must be fucking fuming because that's probably the greatest logo in Olympic history and it's been robbed. Have you seen it? The Japan 2020 logo? It's, it it's like a marketer's wet dream, I swear. When that was thrown up in a fucking board meeting, everyone came. Oh. Yep. Look at that motherfucker. It's got everything. It's got everything. It's got the Olympic rings. It's got the date. It's got the J- Japanese flag. Yeah, that's great. That is unbelievable. Okay, so that's why they're calling it Japan 2020 because they don't want to change it. That logo is so good. They've gone, we're going to pretend like it's last year. Before we get into dribbles, Robert Whittaker with a fucking great win yesterday in the UFC. Mm-hmm. He looked deadly. He beat the fuck out of Kelvin Gastelum. Did you, you, I assume you didn't watch it. Um, Kelvin Gastelum has one of the great chins in fucking world sport. And I don't mean from like a way to or not to look at. He got kicked in the head probably five times by Rob. Like Rob Whittaker kicks cunts in the head all the time. He I reckon my head had come off. If Dude, seriously. Head. He does this like one, like, two punch would be follow up with a leg from kick. The with a head kick. column. Is, yeah. that, is that the term? What, your head just kicked clean off? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You'd be decapitated. But like it would come off. Does it sit on... You're attached to your mm. spine. Well, do you reckon it would yank the whole spine out of your back? Ooh, and like a Mortal Kombat sort of finishing yeah. move. I don't know. Because if it's all connected quite, you know, you yeah. know it, could, it could break off at the hips. Yeah, just... it's like when you, it's like if you do it just right, you get the head still attached to the spine and the whole thing comes out. Yeah. Like when you're trying to like <laughs> take the head off a prawn, something yeah. like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it was a clinic. Everyone's like, masterclass is fucking amazing. And now it's like, you'll absolutely fight Adesanya for a rematch. Street told me the other day that you eat prawns with the heads whole. That's a lie. True or false? It's a lie. But I do sometimes eat prawn heads, though. 
but I don't just fucking mouth the whole prawn. I eat the prawn, and sometimes it depends what the prawn is because you can prawn heads can be nice. You'll eat a prawn head. Yeah, but I'm not like uh, I'm not gonna. It's more like you're you're sort of biting it. You're eating bits of it as opposed to the whole thing. Does that make sense? Sure. Interesting. So, like, where you pull the head off, right? Make it that way, you will. Yeah. Where you pull the head off? Yeah. The bit where, like, the body was, right? There's some decent shit sometimes still in there. So you kind of like slurp the insides out. Suck on the head a little bit. Just slurp his brain off. Yeah, interesting. Dude. So you do eat the heads. Yeah, but I don't eat the fucking thing whole, the which is what you were just saying. Well, that's what I was told. Of course, that's what you were told. <laughs> of course, that's what you were told. Because <laughs> well, um, you know, you know who told me. Yeah, exactly. Hamish told you. Hamish, <laughs> you know, the king of the like. Oh wait, what? <laughs> um, now Gastelum Gastelum Robert Whittaker Fucking hectic fight Robert looks so good And it's interesting And he's just such a good dude It's funny I really like Israel Adesanya But when you see the way How like humble Whittaker is He's like the nicest guy in the yeah, world Yeah but Adesanya's always going at him Like he's like Whittaker's some sort of asshole. I'm like I actually don't get what yeah, he's done That I don't think I think that's just Israel trying to sell fights. No, but he's not. But like, even when Israel was fighting Yarn, when he went up to fight in light heavyweight, he was being really friendly and respectful. He's like, yeah, I like Yarn. He always talks about Rob, like Rob's done something to him. And I'm just like, listen, sh- I just don't know what that is. Show me what that is. Because every time you talk shit about him and then Whitaker's asked, he's like, oh, yeah, you know. Like he's talking, maybe, he's like, it's, maybe, maybe he has identified or, or thinks it's like a tactic. Against Rob specifically, yeah, it's it's maybe I don't know, but it was interesting. And they were like, after Rob won, he was like, "Izzy tweeted, good job, my son." And then they're asking Whitaker about it in the post fight press conference, and he's just laughing. He's like, "Oh, you know, man, like he got the win over me, so that's fair. He can talk a bit of shit." I'm like, "Oh, this guy's just the fucking nicest guy ever." And and also the scariest looking, like when he his like game face is as intimidating as anything anyone's in the fight game. Like he's just got this like. There's just nothing. It just goes. It just goes like dead, and you're just like, "Holy shit, dude!" And he's are, a psychopath. And he's a psychopath. And he's like, "Oh, this is terrifying." And you, and then when he's he's out, he's normal, and he's like, he talks about it in the again in the press conference. He's like, you know, this is this is my job. This is how I put food on the table. I, this is who I am. I'm a fighter. So when I get there, I'm not pumped up. I'm not excited. I'm not nervous. I'm not anything. I'm just here because this is what I got to do, and I've just got to be fucking on. And you're just like, I'm not nervous. He's like, I'm just not anything. I'm just I'm just on. See, I'd be shaking like a little girl. Yeah. Not, nothing wrong with being a little girl. Well, like, but you know what I mean? Like a little child. I'd be like a child. Like a, like a scared child at Woolworths where mum's disappeared and you don't know where you are. Oh, I've never been in this aisle before. What the fuck is what going on What the here? fuck is this aisle? I'm three years old. I've been alive for three years. What Not even a full fucking aisle is this? Never been in this aisle. Where's the, where's mum? Where are the Frankfurts? I was eating a Frankfurt a second ago. I was now eating I'm a Frankfurt. Anyone. Now I'm here by myself. At least if I was lost in the toy aisle, I could distract myself. But I'm here in like the fucking dental aisle, and it's all a bit intense. And I'm Frankfurtless. Yeah. So that's what it's like. Yes. To it's be a, a fighter. fighter. <laughs> <laughs> now, a couple other things in fights. Jake Paul knocked out Ben Askren one round. There are some people saying that if you look at the footage post-fight of Ben Askren like, and his wife laughing in the background as they're walking out, that he threw, he threw the fight. 500 grand he was paid, got knocked out in the first round. You reckon he threw the fight? No, I didn't say that. I said some people are saying that. Yeah. Like John Kavanaugh, Connor's coach, you know how his whole thing's win or learn? Yeah. He just tweeted afterwards, win or earn. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, Askren looked like shit. Well, he did. He always looks like shit. 
He looked so fluffy. That is as good as he's ever looked in his fighting career. <laughs> like he's always looked like that. Like he's never. He's not. He's a wrestler, and so he's and he's man. He's a multiple world. I was champion. watching him. Um, I was watching his like uh, him sparring during the week. And I was talking to fucking Pace about it, and I was like, "Is this guy?" Like, has he been fucking serious? I can't work out whether he's taking the piss or not. I think it's a bit of Because it was so fucking bushly. He's not a fucking striker, that's for damn sure. Yeah, but I know he's not a striker, but, like, he would still have done some striking. It looked like he'd done none. No, I think, I, think an element, I think an element of it. The whole thing with that fight was it was all a bit of a troll, right? Like, from the... It's like a YouTube fight, so it's all a bit sort of dumb and online, and, like, it all it kind of encapsulates the online world. Like you got Jake Paul, who is not a professional fighter at all, but is sort of touting himself. It's crazy as a professional fighter. Like, it's all make-believe bullshit. Even though there are people actually fighting, mm. it's all just complete bullshit. Mm. So I think part of it is that Askren, who's a bit of a fucking online troll, you know, himself, like, he was putting up videos of him sort of boxing training, but intentionally looking fucking awful. But that being said, he is also actually awful. Like, Jake Paul is a much better boxer than he is. Oh, fuck. He got killed, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah, you could say he threw it, but, like, he got fucking knocked out. I want to find this tweet that just I thought perfectly encapsulated uh, Jake Paul and what the hell's going on here. Let me just get it up. It's all very, very, very strange. We live in weird times. It's so weird here. What does he say here? He goes... So many fucking celebrities there and shit. Apparently, the host of the show was like, what the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> like, I'm going to have to fire my agent and shit. So, yeah, this is what he said. Um... This is Robbie Fox, who's from Barstool. He goes, there's something low-key inspiring about Jake Paul making enough money to just drop everything and pay everyone around him to act like he's a professional boxer and then pay people he's certain he can knock out to fight him a couple of times a year. He's playing make-believe for a living. So it's like he's literally yeah. just got enough money to pretend like he's a fucking professional boxer. And puts and orchestrates the whole thing. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's, it's fucking wild. Um, and I mean, I didn't watch it, but it was interesting to see how they, it's as an event, it's a very different type of like event to any other sort of fighting thing. Like there's performers, musical guests, celebrity commentators and that sort of shit. Like it is an interesting model that they're going with, um, to sort of separate themselves. Yeah. It's music lineup was crazy. It was like Snoop Dogg. Black Keys. Yeah. Justin Bieber. Yeah. Yeah. Justin Bieber. Yeah. 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 This was, yeah, this was... How does this guy have so much pull? Well, they're just, it's, I mean, like, they're making decent money off the fucking subscribe. Dude, you think about... Yeah, but, like, if I'm Justin Bieber, right? Massive. Yeah. All the money in the world. Jake Paul's massive as well. He's, like, a fucking... I would say he's arguably bigger than Justin Bieber now. Jake Paul? No, he's no, No, he's not. Bieber's, like, past his peak, though. Yeah, but he's not still. He's not past his... He might be past his peak, peak, where it was, like, ridiculous, where it was, like, 12 years old. And that was, like, Beatlemania. Bieber stuff, fever. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I think it's just more the... There's, like, a... Where we are, right? I mean, you're at Dave, obviously, still in crash, but you and I, in our 30s, there is that level below us of age group where, like, the most famous people in the world we're not even aware of. Like, the most famous people in the world are, like, TikTokers. No, you're right. That is true. And, and we've we're got just, no idea who they we're are. We're not really fucking... I am loosely aware of a few of them because I fucking follow a lot of Barstool sports shit, but, like... The only one I'm aware of is that the guy that does the show with... Um, Portnoy? Portnoy. Yeah, What's his Portnoy. name? Josh Dave. Richards. Josh Richards. Oh, yeah. He's, like, the only one I know Right, from and that's that the only way... That was my first little fucking... And that's the way I've now become a little bit more aware of the TikTok people. I don't have fucking TikTok, but, like, they're the most famous people in the world. Two of the t- 
TikTok girls fucking were handing out belts at this fucking fight yesterday. Yeah, Emilio, whatever their name is. Emilio sisters. Just Emilio. not our world, bro. No. Yeah. So when you go like fucking, how's Jake Paul getting all this pool and fucking, it's like, mate, the imagine TikTok people like, are Imagine the, getting to like 80 being like, you know, and you, you, they don't, you, maybe you just, the famous people when you were growing up are the, just the people you always think are famous. Yeah, you know so what I mean? Like, and you yeah. never go like, am I going to go down to the TikTok world and start learning who's famous for their generation? Maybe not. I, right? If you want to remain... So maybe, I, maybe like the most famous person to me will... Always know, be Brad always Pitt. Always be Brad Pitt. <laughs> if you want to... Even when Brad Pitt's like fucking old as shit, I'll be like, obviously Brad's still like the thing, right? Brad's still the sex symbol. And everyone's like, nah, no, bro. Brad's, Brad Pitt's sack is on the ground. <laughs> Brad's actually in a home. But that's actually why, that's actually why the, the whole Barstool thing is so fucking impressive is because he's been able to just like, he is now like a key player as a 40-year-old man in TikTok. And his whole thing was like, how do I get Barstool in front of the younger generation? Because tweens become fucking adults. And mm. it's like... I'm just going to start a podcast with one of the biggest guys in TikTok and just get into all the drama and fucking become part of all the drama. And he's done it now. And he's like fucking killing it. His de- the podcast is like the most fucking, one of the, like the biggest in the world in like a couple of months. So, I mean, whilst we're not about to do the TikTok corner with D or Dave. Um, Thank God for that. No, but it is interesting to try and keep your mind just across all that shit so that you're at least aware of it. I like being aware of that. I'm not about to start a fucking TikTok podcast, but you know, it is interesting to go like, oh, this is the most famous people in the world are people that you don't actually even fucking know. Mm. You don't want to lose touch. Brad Pitt's still famous. Brad Pitt's still the most famous. Last time I checked. Brad Pitt's still the most famous man on the planet. Leo DiCaprio. Him or The Rock. And yes. see, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a Leo, Brad Pitt, David Beckham sort of operator. Yes. That's me. Yeah. And I'm, I'm happy there. You know but I mean? you need to you need to expand your horizons. Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> <laughs> Bam Majera. Bam Majera. Yeah. Bam, he's losing the plot. Yeah, Bam's losing it, dude. dude. Bam Did you see all that shit for Jackass 4? Yeah, and he's now been kicked out. They kicked him out, yeah. and he's blowing up. Yeah. Apparently he went on some fucking really dark IGTV videos. Yeah, yeah, shit. he does, dude. Well, he's a fucking addict, and that's the problem. Is like you're just seeing all this shit, and you're like, oh, God. You know what? It makes me it makes me feel old, and it makes yeah. me feel sad, because I'm like, the glory days of Jackass were so good, and now, well, apparently, now like everything good, it just gets old and fucked up. Apparently, well, apparently, as Josh was telling me that steve is like, it's all fucking way funnier now because we're old. Oh, I'm sure the show's going to be funny. Like the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The movie will still be funny as fuck, but I just more... Like, it would have been good to have Bam there, but he's just lost the plot. It's Bam still thinks it's 2002. That's the problem. Mm. And it's not. No, it's, it's 2021. Not. Yeah, and you got a kid, bro, so you got to sort of like... Like, if, glo- Bam wants it to be the glory day so bad again, but it's, yeah. you know... It's probably like closer in age to his parents from those OG... Yeah, bro, and like you watch him skateboard now, you're like, oh, bros, yeah, you yeah, are yeah. old and fat and you can't skate anymore. Like you, obviously, you can skate, you know, you can't do all the things that you want to do and it just is like oh it's so sad apparently sad the Dudesons are still a thing no yeah. way Sweden, yeah. really yeah, yeah apparently yeah. fuck I remember the Dudesons they were mad <laughs> yeah. sick. apparently they're still doing it which I think is fucking that's weird. hilarious they're still doing like fuck I mean you find it's but that's almost <laughs> like you know what that's almost like it's like you remember the movie The Fighter with Mickey Rourke where it's like mm. they don't know they don't know anything else so they're just still punishing themselves into their like 50s yeah, 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 and yeah, shit yeah, you're yeah. like well this is all the dudesons do man yeah. they cut their fingers off and they fucking fly into like off snow mountains <laughs> on on fucking mopeds or whatever into into trees there's a dudesons activity park on the border of finland and sweden 
Which They're like massive still. From apparently. the looks of it, it's just like a bunch of jumping castles and shit to like climb on. Well, see, there you go. That's a nice way to parlay like hurting yourself. Yeah, like just big foam pits and shit. You can like do. Do you remember all that shit? Into, yeah, Channel V. That was like golden age MTV. of Channel V. Or was the dude no, on Channel V? Channel v. v. I never had MTV. You didn't have MTV. No, we just had Channel V and then like the basic Foxtel package. Ah, uh, but yeah, Channel. So v you're older than I think. Then maybe. Or maybe you just like all the old shit. I'm a bit... I don't know. I was an early adopter of Channel V, I think. You were definitely not an early well, adopter of Channel Well, early v. for my <laughs> age. Like, <laughs> Channel V was fucking, around yeah, literally when you were in your old man's sack. <laughs> but like, respect. fucking, you know, Danny Clayton and Yumi and all the... How yeah, do you know all those cunts? Danny was, I was fucking... Into, Danny was late. Were you there when late-ish. James Matheson and Yumi fucking... Yeah, James Matheson and Yumi. But I were you there when they actually got their job? They did a whole fucking search for like the Channel V, next Channel V host, and they had to come and present their fucking things and they were no. very good yeah you don't remember don't that remember shit that. do you no. do you remember when they were at Fox Studios and it was like the fucking uh, you'd call up and request songs I can't remember what the, the CD sh- live Is no it, it wasn't called? CD no. it was called something else but it was it was fucking glory days yeah but I also I remember G, do you remember Andrew G having yeah, a ponytail yeah oh, I don't no know about you don't ponytail. remember Andrew G I remember G Andrew G at dude. Channel V I remember Andrew G when he was at Channel V, not before he changed his name and all that. No, crap. no, no. But Andrew but, G, yeah, when he was at Channel V, but he used to have a fucking full-blown ponytail. Yeah. It looked disgusting. Well, Andrew I, G didn't change his name. He changed his name like 10 years ago. Yeah, and I haven't paid attention to him since. No, no, he's changed a couple of times. He's still Andrew well, he's G. He's Osha. Yeah, he, but but I, he was also, he's a Jewish man. Don't you have any respect for that, Dave? I, Do you have a Jewish name? Yeah, it's pretty Jewish. What is it? David Bloom. Oh, no, but I mean like, <laughs> as in you don't have like an Osha fucking, you know, you haven't. Well, my Hebrew name is David. Yeah, okay. That's pretty, no, like, I, pretty think Osher I don't went, think that's his Jewish name. No, like, that's I, not a no, Jewish no, name. I think Osher. He, that was his name. He changed it to Andrew G. No, yeah. I he thought, anglicized it and then changed it back. Oh, did he? Yeah. Someone told me that he went down and got on. Um, what's that fucking? No, joke? he was born Andrew Ginsburg. It says. Yeah, yeah. No, he no, no. He picked it. He went on one, one of those trips. No. What are those <laughs> trips called? Like a help me out. Come with your word. Um, a Jewish trip? No, 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 no. no. Like where you like you find yourself and like a like a trip. No, no. You go down to. Um, you go down to like South America or Mexico. Is this shit. like our mate that well, changed like a his DMT. name? Yeah, but it's not DMT. What's it called? Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Yeah. Apparently, he lost it on ayahuasca and was like, "I'm actually Osha and changed Bullshit. his name." That's what I heard. Yeah. Is that like our mate who changed his name from one name to another name? I don't want to out him, so I don't want to say his name, but he's got the same name as me, or he did. Yes, maybe, possibly. Yes, yes. Well, I'm not. It's actually not bad. But yeah, that's what I heard about Osha. Tom went Tom to Kobe. Yeah. Mm. It doesn't say what happened here, but it does say at age of 38, he decided to change his name to Osher, which is Hebrew for happiness. I didn't know that. Okay. In order to signal his changed outlook and attitude towards life. Okay. Ayahuasca. He okay. claims that something about being Osher just feels right. Okay. That's, that's okay. That's a big day. I didn't know that. That's a lot. Sure, like whatever you want to do, you know what I mean? But, at Perish of Blue. Uh, do whatever you want to do at Perish of Blue, but that, <laughs> I thought that was his original name and he just went back to it. You know what I mean? Like, nah. like it, when P. Diddy went back to Puff Daddy, but then I think he went back to Diddy. But you get it, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't think it was just like, a, you know what, I feel like an osher. Yeah. Should we drill? Let's drill. <laughs> Are we not already? <laughs> Fuck it. very far from Jake Paul. Also, Fight of the Century, Wednesday, Galvi, Big Daddy, uh, one of the great. I mean, are we in the golden age of? Are we in the golden age of Australian boxing? Yeah, it's like the golden age of music was the fucking early two thousands because everyone was making so much money off CD. We're now in the golden age of Australian boxing. Yep. Um, I don't remember this many fight of the centuries 
back, back to, to back. back to back to back to back. Blessed. So now we've got hashtag blessed. Um, bit, we got Paul Gallen fighting Lucas Big Daddy Brown. Um, Big Daddy of stripped of the heavyweight title fame. Yes. And, I mean, both of them have had their run-ins with performance-enhancing drugs. Uh, both plead their innocence, and that's fine. I respect that. What I will say is this. It doesn't seem like it's selling much because I'm hearing every radio show in the country basically giving away ringside seats. So I will be interested to watch it. I do think it's a little disrespectful to ask me pay fit to pay $50 for it. I cannot believe they do that. It's like, oh, that's what the price is for fights. It should be $10. For, for, fucking, like, for a gallon Big Daddy Brown, you should be making it. You should not be trying to charge us 50 bucks. That is fucking disgraceful. Mate, like, are you serious? The biggest fights in the world are 50 bucks. Yeah. That's, that's, it's, I'm Floyd paying. Mayweather versus fucking Manny Pacquiao, I think was, I think, they, I think they bumped up to 60. Yeah. Francis and Stipe was 50. Are you telling me there's $10 difference in Mayweather versus Pacquiao and Gallon versus Big, Big Daddy, Daddy Brown, Brown on a Wednesday night in a in fucking RSL? In Wollongong. What the fuck is going on? In a Wollongong But club. I respect him for trying. Listen, if you can... But I wonder whether you'd make more by charging less. Like, more people would be prepared to pay 30 bucks. If it was five bucks... Well, I don't even know. Five, I'd pay 30 bucks. I think 30 bucks is reasonable People would pay five. Show. Of course people would pay five. Yeah, that's what I mean. Volume. But maybe not that many people, though. I think you'd probably make more money going 50 than going five. Because no one actually cares about the fight. The other but also, thing, you can't get fucking no, main event. The other thing is, no one's going to buy it because no one has fucking Foxtel boxes anymore. No. Everyone streams like the rest of the world, but you can't get main event unless you got the box, which makes no fucking it's sense. It's so fucking stupid. In terms of like dinosaur moves, main event not being streamable is fucking crazy. I didn't get the Rugby League All-Stars. I, I would have paid for that. Uh, the Tim Zoo fight, I would have paid for that. I, I would have paid for Big Daddy Brown because it's a shit show I want to see. Mate, what about when Joshua fights fucking... Uh, Fury. We're at a pub, or I'm illegally downloading it. Like, like jokes, just at a pub. But seriously, probably, probably illegally downloading. Yeah. Is there anything more disconcerting than sitting down in a public toilet and feeling it warm? It's fucking gross, right? <laughs> like, so yeah, yeah. Sit well, down just... there just for obviously, you know, a Monday morning deuce, and it was just not even like hot, but warm. It was like. It's cooled down from whoever was here before me, but it's still, it's almost like lukewarm, which is worse somehow. I know what you mean. Yeah, anyway, it's weird. But um, one thing before, two things before we get into the dribbles. Firstly, shout out to all the punters and dribblers who uh, snapped up all those hats. Yep. Go they on. went very quick. Like hot cakes. Hot motherfucking cakes. Went fast as fuck. Um. We're not making any more in the immediate future. We may make some more later in the year, but we got some more shit coming um, that, you know, should be pretty good. Bounce out trackies. Yeah, some Origin merch. Origin merch. It's all coming. That said, that said, understand that some people fucking missed out for a variety of different reasons. Yep. Now, slow pokes. Slow pokes. Now, if you're a slow poke, but you've got a good excuse, there may be one left. We may have one mystery hat left. And it could be yours, but it, it's, it, it basically goes to the person with the best yarn. Yep. So, like, make me laugh and you might get it. 
Best yarn on the podcast in the dribbles next week gets it. Yep, correct. And so... Just thought you should know. Yeah, the floor's yours. Secondly, just back to rugby league, everyone calling the Panthers arrogant are the biggest fucking idiots in the world. I don't... I. Look, when you've won as many games as they have in a period, in the like they've only lost one. What they lost the grand, the grand final. final, yeah. But Probably. they're not arrogant though. They're just young. Like that whole thing with Tarbonet over two weeks ago, where they pulled him into as a celebration. It's a piss take. It's a bit. No, no, that's laugh. fun. It's a bit of a laugh. And no, then it's Craw- a bit of fun. Paul Crawley or whatever his name is on fucking NRL three six. He's basically in tears, being like, "The NRL needs to step in and do." You're like, "Bro, relax." <laughs> Crawley needs to stop crying at the drop of a hat, first and foremost. Most and emotional sec- journo. And secondly, like, what what the fuck are you talking about? They're young, they're full of confidence, they've won a shitload of footy games, they're fucking good. Like, who cares if they're up and about? Does and then, that, how, why does that bother you? That's, that, that's what you want. That's, that's, like, more than just the game. That's, like, extra shit that you You want get. young and brash, don't you? That's exactly what you want. And they all loved it last year, and then now they're just being fucking young and hot and enjoying themselves. Oh, mate. How about them? Did you see them singing oh, after dude. the game? Yeah, unbelievable. The them shaking hands when they were fucking scoring tries yeah. and shit's so good. Yeah. Such a piss take. I think the world's gone fucking mad. Part of me thinks that it's like, oop, let, let's, get the, let's get the tongues wagging, you know what I mean? And this will do it. Yeah. As opposed to, like, if you actually care about that, you're a fucking idiot. You're a fucking loser. But I think it's also, like, just people being pissed off at how good they are. Like they're so transparent though. That's yeah. Of ba- well, because with the storm, it always comes in the form of like, oh, they're dirty. They're using bad tactics. It's like, nah, mm. we're just beating everyone, and you're pissed off. Yeah, it's the same with the Panthers. I've never, like you know, I will. I think everyone doesn't mind like subscribing to the the sort of the humorous side of ripping on a good team. Storm grubs, salary cap cheats, roosters, salary cap sombrero, paper bags, whatever. Manly, you know, just unstoppable, really good team. One man team. Everyone does it, right? One man, but like, truthfully, the one-man team thing probably is it, right? Like, but to actually really get salty about it when it's really not the fucking... It's not any of it. Like, that's not the cause. It's The Roosters are a fucking really good team. Storm are a really good team. Panthers are a really good fucking team. Oh, they're arrogant. They're arrogant. They actually seem like really humble dudes. They're just young kids having a laugh. I don't get it at all. I haven't seen it. I'm not like... I don't see that and think arrogant at all. No. Nah. That's also just is that's funny bringing Tarpney into a celebration after you've just scored a try. It's fucking hilarious. I thought it was genius. I get that, like if you're a Raiders fan, you might be cut because your team's getting pumped. But like, even you must know that's a lull. What else is it? What else? It's fucking funny. I thought it was again. I thought it was genius. I thought it was fucking inspired work. Yep. Really inspired. Inspired. Anyway. So, look, if you think they're arrogant, you're a fucking loser. Yep. Simple as that. Time to dribble. That's coming out of the wrong one. <laughs> David. What is... You sucked. Go on. Go on. Got him. Is Ben Cousins out of prison? Didn't know he was in prison. Months after his release, Cousin 42 is released from prison in December, set to make a return in the coming weeks to local league. I ought to play some footy. I want nothing more than for that guy to just get his shit together. Mm-hmm. 100%. Oh, so there's a photo of him at the footy looking good. That fucking, that ponytail in his facial hair was real junky vibes. You know, he's a handsome man. Mm. And he just looked... 
Brownlow medal winner was also spotted at Optus Stadium Friday night celebrating alongside fans and sporting a clean-shaven face. It'll be the first time Cousins has played AFL since 2010. Cousins has been plagued by a number of off-field sagas in his 270-game career. In October, was found guilty of stalling, stalking his former partner before being jailed for seven months after intimidating the mother of his two children. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, good on you, Ben. Come back, bro. Yeah, it's just such a, it's a fucking sad story. Mm. I want Ben back. Like, you know, he's like a... The thing with Cousins is, right, like if he's not a drug addict, he is a... He's a, like, f- not Fletch and Hindy in the sense of, like, being a funny man. He's, like, a respected voice in the game. He'd be on any fucking panel he want to be, like... You know what I mean? He's not just some, like, lower player who's fallen away. Not that it makes a difference in the sense of, like, you want him to do well or be all right, but, like, he is, he is fucking... Joey or Matty Johns sort of melting down and being a drug addict in and out of prison. Like, it's just crazy. It's crazy. crazy. Matt, it's crazy. Hey, Tommy Content. Turn it up. Money, your days and that P's and D's. It's the Drifter Dribbler here. Just stumbled across something that I'm not sure if it's true and I'm probably pretty old to the party, so you boys might be able to tell me if it is or not. But I was reading somewhere that, that Josh Adokar named his son you boy, I, I can't. Cons- I haven't been able to confirm it. So hopefully, you boys may or may not know. And if, if you do know, if you confirm it, that'd be great. But I just think that's that's a bit odd to name your son your nickname. Interested in your thoughts, boys? And if you can confirm that for me, and sorry if I'm late to the party. Be soon. I don't believe Josh Adokar named his son Fox, or maybe even has. A child. No, he definitely has a child. He does have a child. What I do know is that Benji Marshall's son is named Fox. And Todd Carney's son is called Lion. No bullshit. L-I-O-N. Lion Carney. Lion Daryl Carney. Speaking of Daryl, Daryl Halligan now follows his Instagram. Is it his real account? We don't know. What we do know is... We came up in conversation at kicking practice. Josh Adokar's first daughter is called Shakira. Um, he had her when he was 16, which made Oh, really? Yep. Shit. Explain, explain the name. Well, Shakira was hot as fuck. When he was 16, he, she probably was. Um, but yeah, he's had another child since. It doesn't say the name. I don't think it's called Fox. I wouldn't be mad at it if it was. I wouldn't hate it. I think Fox should have... Like, if you're I don't, know, I don't Fox, mind the name, but I also don't mind you naming it after you. Like, athletes can do that sort of shit, right? If you're good. Yeah, that's what I mean. And he's got that sort of way about him. Yeah. Like, if I did it, you'd be like, bruh. Yeah. Like, if I called my child Tommy Content, it's ho- son. It's horses for courses, yeah. I think. Um, and I would say that I think that Fox is a horse for that course. Yeah, I think Fox calling his son Fox, which he may or may not have done, is cool. Lion Carney is a huge day of a name, but like, I like I it. Like, I'm happy with it. Lion Daryl Carney. Well, Daryl's his Darryl. late father, so he's gone Lion, nod to dad, mm. Carney. Like it. Big LDC. fan. I'm a big fan. Big fan. Let's keep moving. Hope that answers your question. Yeah, <laughs> I like when they put up, like, because I think when Carney announced the birth of his child and the name, like, he put up an explanation of, like, what lion means in terms of, like, lions are strong, lions are fucking this and that, and I'm like, you don't need to explain to us, bro. We get it. it's a lion. Yeah, <laughs> you like the. Name. I'm, I, I guess I'm guessing it doesn't mean weak. No, yeah, you've, you've named. If it. I had to guess, yeah. Tom, Eddie, dear or Dave, first time calling, long time listener. Um, just um, calling in 
with a bit of D or Tom, I am sorry to hear of your affliction this week, the horrible, horrible plague that you have Thank you. Uh, found yourself um, being withered by. I too have suffered the handful of mouth disease as a shocker. Anywho, I think it's important that this isn't glossed over. Hanford mouth disease is caused by the Coxsackie virus. You heard that right. That's true. And if we didn't know better, Coxsackie virus, you may think, could be caused um, by a case of too many blokes, particularly when you've got Coxsackie virus all around that mouth of yours. Tom, um, gentlemen, really enjoying the Michael Cooper, Redrich, uh, anyone who thinks he's a poor open side flanker. Uh, just because David Pocock got a few good steals. <clears throat> steals uh, is a certified card-carrying dribbler of the Peter Fitzsimons uh, School of Uncontrolled Saliva. Uh, so I'm enjoying the pod. All the best this week uh, to the Manly Seagulls. Hopefully they uh, are much stronger than the Manly Marlins. All the best. Cheers. So you've got the cocksucky virus. Yeah, dude. You actually, it's, I, uh, it's something like that. It's called like... Pretty much C O C K S K I. It's like cock S U K I virus or some shit. Yeah, cock sucky. Yeah, virus. Yeah, around your mouth. Well, I mean, I already said that I fucking made a deal with the devil for a manly win. It's it's cock sucky. C O X S A C K I E. Yeah, cock sucky. Yeah, yeah. That's the name of the devil's dick, baby. Cock sucky. Was worth it for thirteen plus. Mm, great for devil's dick. Or yeah. Latin, rather. Every Manly fan should be thanking me for taking one for the team with <laughs> the devil. The name is given to it because it was discovered when they were researching in Coxsackie, New York, which is a county in New York. There you go. That's Funnily enough, that's where it all went down with me and uh, you know, Dev. the Dark Lord. The big D. The big D. Uh, let's move on, though. Appreciate that. Happy birthday, Dior. Happy Aww. birthday, Dior. Happy birthday, Dior. Happy birthday, Dior. Dave, just wanted to wish you a happy birthday, mate. Hope you're having a great time, a wonderful weekend. I hope it's full of love, kindness, joy, fertility, good times, great classic hits. Dave, I hope you have a wonderful time. Honestly, you deserve all the best, mate. I wish you well. If you can't find any weed in Port Douglas, you're a fucking useless little prick, mate, or you're not trying, because, mate, every cunt there is chuffing. You should not have any trouble. Next time you're there, bit of advice, head down to Anzac Park at sunset. Just walk around. You don't have to go far. If you struggle there, head down to Dougie's, the backpackers, a.k.a. Druggies. If you're still concerned, still no luck, um, willing to risk it, I'd say Four Mile Park after dark. All the delinquents are hanging down there. I'm sure you'll figure it out. Best of luck, mate. Take care. Bye. Lovely. Well, thank you for those kind wishes mm. and for the advice. That was that's a good birthday present. I will keep that in my back pocket for next time I go up. You're yep. welcome. Perfect. Lovely. We should Very get him sweet. a bong for his birthday. Yeah. Are you still ripping cones, Dave? Yeah, on occasion. You more of a joint man? No. Bongs. You should. He's a bong yeah. man. Early twenties is bong season. Yeah. Give him. What about your old face one? I don't know what that is. You had a, you had a face mask one. No, no, no. Yeah. It was a son. It was Steph got it for me for my 18th birthday. That's right. <laughs> we have been together for 50 years. Um, and she regretted it quickly because I fucking worked that thing into the ground. <laughs> As did Eddie. He slept with it. Well, mate, don't pretend like you didn't. Have I didn't. A few sl- I didn't sleep with it. Oh, I had mate, a few it was in the corner of our living room in Bathurst. Of course, I did. 
That's a good little thing. It's like, oh, I'm just gonna go you see. I'm just gonna go, go see some sun. Yeah, you yeah. slept in the lounge room. You slept next to it. Well, sometimes I slept in the lounge room. Anyway, <laughs> well, because uh, what happens if you have like you know you wake up in the middle of the night and then you know it's just there for you waiting. Correct, ready mm. to rip. Uh, so maybe we get Dave a bong from like the Gator Bug or something. Have you seen that site, Gator Bug? No, you haven't seen like, it. It's like oh, it's dude, like so fucking good. hectic glass bongs, and it looks like a Gatorade. It's like a, it's like a glass Gatorade bottle. Are you kidding, bruh? As if you haven't seen these. Oh my god! Oh my god! Wow! They even do like a Vegemite one now. I think they had a. I don't know if they still make it, but they used to have a TN bong, which was just like oh, TN the shoe. Two, yeah, WD forty. Yeah, dude. WD four twenty. They call it four twenty. Vegemite Mighty Bug. Oh my god! What the fuck? Not bad. What a world we live in, bro. This shit wasn't available fucking 10 years ago, was it? All right. Good dribble. Good Onward, dribble. Onwards and upwards. Yeah. We lift. Tom, Eddie uh, Dior, uh, punters, dribblers. It's the Dior dribbler here uh, calling up. As a Dior Dave fan, uh, mate, I, I listened to the podcast. To hear you and uh, to not have you on board last week was heartbreaking. But I pushed through. Uh, I also would just like to ask a question of you um, to give you the opportunity to shine. Um, now, I will, when the podcast is aired, listen and time how long it takes you to find the answer to this question because you are apparently the king of the oaring. Who is the last front rower to score a hat trick in the NRL or? Equivalent to NRL at the time. Time starts now. The official awesome. ground record is 32. Oh, that was the thing I opened. Mark Sargent, 1992. Pretty quick dealing, if it's right. That was pretty quick, if it's correct. If it is correct. That was fucking quick if it was correct. Well, Gavin Cooper did in 2015, but he's a back rower. Correct. Mark yeah, Sergeant. I reckon prop. It's looking like it's Mark Sargent. All right, I'm happy to back you there, Dave. I'll back you. This right. dribbler can call back with the correct answer if he's already done it. I will say that Dave has also made a rod for his back here, though, now because we've seen how quick he can do it when asked. <laughs> he's often not that quick. In fact, he's often... <laughs> Fuck load slower. I'm going to go with Mark Sargent. Thank you, Mr. Dior Dribbler. There you go. Look I look forward uh, to I seeing if I'm right. Trick. I scored a hat-trick at school once. Year 12. Playing in the front row? No, against high. First against uh, high, yeah, hundred nil doesn't count. Hundred two, hundred nil doesn't count. Three in a row, bang bang bang, doesn't count. It does. Not against high, doesn't. Does. No, it doesn't. Uh, hundred and two nil, <laughs> and I gave away a penalty right in front of the post. They hadn't scored a point all game. Obviously, I gave away a penalty right in front of the post, and I they like, do they take the points? They went for points. Yeah, yeah. Well, they hadn't scored any points. It was like seventy nil at this point. Did they score? They missed it, and I laughed. <laughs> I was like, oh, thank God, because I was like, fuck, I've given them the first points of the game, and then they missed it, and I was like, well. You guys are shit. Right in front. Yeah, right in front. Sprayed it. Shanked it. Oh, my God. Anyway, scored a hat-trick too. Uh, not a front rower, but probably could have played it. <laughs> yeah, got, the, got the physique, for got sure. Got the physique. <laughs> Let's move on. G'day, Tom, Eddie, um, Dio, Eeyore, Druggy Dave. Druggy I'm currently Dave. driving to Melbourne for a boys' bender. <laughs> um, who knows if you can hear me, because I'm in the beautiful, trusty seat, Kia Picanto. I was just um, listening to the podcast on the drive, 
and the punter talking about the uh, punters and dribbler hat tip came up. And I remember Saturday night um, out in Manly, as I always am, local curly boy, Manly for life. Um, and I'm in the line in the fucking busy line of Wolfie and this sexy, tall, almost horse-looking bloke walks behind me. I look and I see it's the snack, Reuben Garrick. Um, he was being escorted by security guards. Now, he was on his way to the dance floor. I can't confirm if he was getting kicked out or if he was going to the dance floor, but um, either or, I look at him and I go, Jesus, i got to say hi to him. So I give him the old... I thought I'd out for him and I said, um, oh, love the hat, mate. And he looks at me and he reckons, he goes, oh, he doesn't recognise me. But then I, then I was like, no, nah, I've got to, I've got to recognise him. So I gave him the old go manly and it was one of the sexiest things that ever happened. I did get an erection and I can't stop thinking about him. Manly premiership soon. Uh, be soon. Bye. I mean, yeah, look, if, you, if you've seen Ruben Garrick up close and you haven't got an erection, then I'd say that you probably need to get to an emergency stat because your heart might have stopped. Um, I'd also imagine that Ruben wouldn't be getting kicked out of Warfare because he's a local legend. He was probably getting escorted to the dance hall to go and chase honeys or to have honeys chase him. Well, one or the other. I'd also like to say a shout-out to Ruben for allowing us to use his photo of him rocking the P's and D's hat to promote the P's and D's hat. Such was the fanfare around Ruben shirtless in a P's and D's hat. Sold out in a second. Yeah. We also got a couple other fucking leagueies to send us through some photos as well, but they sold out too Meant nothing. before we used them. Meant nothing. They Angus were gone. Tried. Thank you very much. Like Angus could move stock. Angus, well, of course that. he could. But I mean, we had the. But we, we didn't we, need to. We, we we wanted to try and sl- you know wanted to be a uh, like drop photos of hot footy players in the P's and D's hat as we sold them. But unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, but you know, such is the the fanfare around the punters and dribblers hat. It fucking went in a matter of hours before we could even get to. Angus Crichton and his hot bod. If you've got a shirtless Ruben Garrick wearing a punters and dribblers hat, it's like having fucking pocket aces. You yeah. just go bang. bang. Whoop. Oh, we had, t- wait, what? How many? Do oh, we have I'm fucking 8,000 hats selling yeah. fucking. I'm going all in. 18 hours, all in. And we went all in on all the hats and they sold out. Anyway, that's just us. We move merch. Let's move on. Hey, boys. Um, low socioeconomic dribble here. Dribbler here, just pretty bored on a Thursday waiting for the game. Uh, firstly, Northern Beaches should let reach out. Um, secondly, this is what the Dribbler Hotline iTunes is designed for, this absolute Dribbler. Dave, you might want to open up like a Word document or something here to take this down, but this is inspired by you and Kempe's uh, Warrior vs. Eagle chat the other day. I made tonight, we got pretty cooked, and we made a um, 1-13 team using the mascots, and it goes as follows. Number one, at fullback, the Seagull. Uh, Swallow up all the balls from the sky, obviously really efficient. Bronco on the wing explains itself super fast, just like a sub. Panthers and Tigers in the centres. Um, big, strong, agile, can beat a man. Yep. Uh, on the other wing, I'll have the Cowboy. Um, efficient, wouldn't let you down, pretty tough. Um, and a bit of pace, I, I feel. In six, I have the Eel. Slippery, running, good running game. Uh, can get through the line easily. Uh, at seven, I have the Knight. Uh, Solid defender, um, just looking out, controlling the team, uh, trusted. You know, they protect things. They're pretty trustworthy. Good leaders. Um, in the front row, I have a Titan and a Raider. Big boys, 
Um, Titans, obviously, you know, above the gods. You want them hitting the ball up. You want them fucking nuts. Um, at nine, I have the rabbit. Obviously, fast, deceptive, agile. Yep. Uh, can root, root real well, you know, like a little song. May or may not lay eggs. <laughs> um, in the back row, I have a shark and a warrior. Um, the sharks, they obviously, they're huge and they can, they got a bit of pace about them. Uh, I think they'd, they'd run a good line or swim a good line rather. And the warrior, because I didn't really know where else to put it, you know, and they, they go hard. Uh, 13 lock, I have a dragon, um, really big, solid, dependable, um, can inflict a lot of damage if needed. 14 and 15, your rooster and your bulldog and the head coach of storm, obviously watching over, uh, the team from up above. Cheers, boys. Would love to uh, hear your thoughts and uh, get a bit of debate. So. I'm going to be honest. I don't. I can't fault a single one of those. I thought that was unbelievable. That's can you hall of fame that? Mm. He um, didn't get one wrong. I just like I think he he had that was it was succinct, good explanations around all of them. Obviously, got the rooster on the bench. Yeah, which made a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Rooster on the bench. The storm as the coach makes sense as Heaps well. Heaps of sense. Who was the other person on the bench? The bulldog. Bulldog. The bulldog. I could see a bulldog in a back row, mm. if I'm being honest. Yeah, but but who did he? Yeah, well, he's got a dragon in the back row, a warrior, and and the shark. shark, and the shark. I'm not mad at a shark. A mm. wide They're running, all more powerful. A wide running shark is mm. fucking yeah, yeah, it's legit. I also the night at at uh, at seven at seven was maybe a little bit. I'm thinking like he's he's uh, it's a bit cumbersome in that he's like fucking covered in armor and shit. I wouldn't have minded maybe like a cowboy. But maybe he's wearing the yeah. armor from um, that Heath Ledger movie. A Knight's Tale. A Knight's Tale where it's like he's got more mobility. Yeah, yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. Some sort more of more freedom. Modern armor. Yeah. But potentially. We didn't, he, didn't, he didn't clear that He didn't up. specify. But I wouldn't like if you weren't going to have, if you were going to move the knight somewhere else. Yep. Because a knight and a cowboy both ride horses. You could say a knight could be quick on the wing, like a big hulking fucking Micah Seven But hard to stop. Hard to stop. Yeah. Like jousting Sivo vibes. sort of weapon vibes. Yeah. And then you bring a cowboy into seven. Mm. Wheeler and dealer. He's just throwing lassos around. Yeah. Wheeler and he's, dealer. He's got the yeah. footy on a lasso. He's got the footy on a string. Yeah. Mm. Or a lasso. Or a lasso. Mm. A rope. Lasso. Lasso. Um, so that's one maybe change that I could think of. Like a bit of a wild motherfucker, but like he gets a job done, pulls off some crazy shit. Um, I think he was probably swayed by the fact that the greatest seven of all time was a knight. Correct. I understand that. I'm just saying that that would probably be my only potential criticisms that I'd throw up. But otherwise, that's a fucking elite team. Really nice team. Loved it. Love the balance. Nine seconds, boys. Just want to know if any of you have seen a dribbler prior to Todd Carney. Put it out to the dribblers. Let me know. Bye. Seen a dribbler? What's Todd prior Carney? prior to Todd Carney? Price prior? I think he said prior, like before Todd Carney. Nine seconds, boys. Just want to know if any of you have seen a dribbler prior to Todd Carney. Prior. Put it out to the dribblers. Let me know. Bye. Is he like getting bubbler and dribbler confused? Might be. Okay, let's assume he, that's what he means. Have I seen one in the wild? No, I've never seen a bubbler in the wild. Bubblers, no. if I'm aware originated in, like, punk rock shows and shit before Todd Carney did it. Because there was some show, a guy in Parramatta who a was... A punk rock show in Parramatta? Yeah, like, ages ago. Um, where people were pissing in their own Well, mouths. there was a photo of a guy. You know, when the, you know when it's, like, you remember where you were when, like, 
9-11 happened or you remember where you were when fucking Princess Diana died or, I don't know, some more contemporary ones. I, the bubbler for me is like, I remember where I was when I saw that photo. I was like, jaw on the floor. Like, you have got to be kidding me. <laughs> I cannot fucking believe what I'm seeing. <laughs> Seriously, I was in a bloody, I was in a uh, an Airbnb in Texas and I was like, you are fucking kidding me. Is he pissing into his own mouth? Yeah. Why? For a giggle. I, well, fair, fair play to him. It was a giggle. So what year was Todd Carney's bubbler? Um, I'm to say 2016-ish. Right? I, I was it, 25, so maybe 2014. Yeah, I think it was 2014. Um, Weird that he got sacked for that. <laughs> so, yeah, June 2014. Like fired. Bro, he, it's like the 12th fucking thing he's done. No, I know, on. but I'm saying like that that's what did him in. Yeah, right, yeah. After everything he's done, it was him pissing in his own mouth. But, I mean, it's pretty hard to defend that, like in the sense of going, you're the, it's a victimless crime in the sense that he's the only victim, but it's also not because it's just like, you're kidding me, Todd. A rugby league player is now fucking photographed pissing in his own mouth. Like, what are you doing? No, I know. I'm just saying, like, of all Todd. the things to fucking do Todd in. Yeah. That was it. It, so, was, it wasn't, you know, it was victimless. Yeah. Mm. And he's done some shit that wasn't victimless. Yes, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I, it must have been around the same time. It was a band called Trash Talk who had a show and this photo of someone pissing into his own mouth at one of their shows went viral. Oh my God. And this God. is the sort of thing you enjoy, is it? This is very D or Dave, <laughs> FBI radio. You do have an, is that FBI sticker on the back There's of the There's an car? FBI sticker, yeah. Support local. But I did, I used to work at 2SER, another community. Oh, radio, that's right. You, you had that in your fucking resume. Yeah. Mm. In his audio resume. FBI too. never hired Are you me. a Storm member? I'm actually not this year. Oh, what a turncoat. Not even supporting his club. You don't want to fucking just join up? Well, I mean, it's I, not too late. Yeah. No, I probably should. It's not too late, Dave. But, yeah, you know. You're a piece of shit. They don't have any good... The problem with the memberships when you're interstate is that they give you shit tickets to the away games. Like, I'd rather buy Category 1 than sit in, like, I don't become a member, corner. really, for the tickets. I don't even know what my membership gets me. Does it get me a seat to every game? Or do I just, like, can I pick a couple You would games? be... You'd be the hill. Right. Is that every just every normal, home game. Is that just a normal membership? When I was on there, it was like, they only membership. have, like, fucking one option. No, they don't. There's heaps of options. I could only see on their homepage the one option. Otherwise, you can get like a family pack. No, no, no. You can like you can. There's different seats there. You, you can get your own seat like locked away for the season. Shit, that obviously costs more than the fucking general admission onto the hill. Yeah, right. I don't know what I've got. Anyway, who fuck knows what Tom's got? He's special. Certainly a member, though. Dave sorted out. Let's move on. G'day, Tom and Eddie. It's Motorola Dribbler here. I'm just wondering. Would you rather get walloped by your mum or your dad? Friday, Mary soon. Cheers, boys. Get walloped by mum or dad? Probably mum, because dad would beat the fuck out of me. Well, when I was a kid. No offence to my father, but I feel, and I feel you'd feel the same way. That at some point, every man reached the point where they think they could fuck up their, own, their old man. Yeah, of course. Not all of them, though. I got mates with dads. Who no, no, no. Oh, not yeah. all of them. There are some dads that still beat the fuck out of all of us. Yeah, like Milo. Josh's old man. Milo would beat the fuck out of us. Rugby World Cup hero Sam Carter, professional rugby player. His old man, and a former Wallaby. His dad was also a former Wallaby. His dad would beat the fuck out of all of us. He is, and he's, he wouldn't do it because he's a great man, Dave Carter, but just strong, country strong, yeah, thick, yeah, yeah. thick as fuck. Yeah. 
Um, but I mean, I think I'd assume, I think I'd prefer my mum to towel me up. My mum smacked me in the head before when I was being an arsehole. Yeah, of course. Mum used to smack it. Mum pegged an apple at my head once. Did you catch it? No, she got me. Oh, she got you. She got me. Dead eye, back of the head. Nice. Yeah. Maybe that's where the lazy eyes come from. You know what? Good arm. Yeah, good arm. Like it wasn't even like it was, it wasn't like she was point blank range either. She had she worked it, on it. Yeah. And I, I like, I deserved it. I deserved an apple to the head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fuck yeah. But she, she pinged me. So I'd say mum hit me with rotten fruit. <laughs> oh, sorry, boys. Uh, Andy Dribble here. Um, just watching the Knights Great start. game. Yeah. And uh, we've got no Pong as a big shot. Welcome back. All in all. Great guy. But his right arm has got some serious tattoos on it. There's some, like, chinking glasses. There's some other weird, like, indie shit. And then, like, in the crease of, I don't know, that line there his elbow is, there's a fucking Nike tick. And I just want to know, do we think that is worse than Warner's Toyota League? I personally think it is. But, fuck, man, it's pretty bad. And also, another note, Mick Fanning coming out of retirement, going down to Narrabeen to slay some big snaps for the boys. Love that. Falters soon, bloke soon, and uh, rest up, Eddie. Eddie's doing good. And you, Tom. First and foremost, it was Tom that was sick, not me. Yes. There's been a couple of, com- there's been a f- couple of comments around the fact that people thought I was sick. Really? Like, I've read a couple of things being like, oh, it's just... Maybe these are some people coming over from the old, uh, our, our work with Den and Kemp. Uh, and they don't and know. They don't know, they don't know who we are. Yeah, yeah. Know, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm Tom, though. Yeah, and I'm Eddie, so... Nice to meet you. Hope that, I'm Dave, and it's my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> to anyone new. Hope that helps. Uh, first and foremost, Mick is one of the greatest Australians living, and I don't think you could contend with that. No. Um, I think the, the case of Caelan Ponga's tattoos... To insinuate that he has been paid by Nike to get a Nike tattoo, I'm not going to go along with. No. Kalen is a young man in the prime of his life who's making a shitload of money. He's hot to chot and he's a bit of a fuckboy. And I think that he... That that is his taste in tattoos. He's got currently. indie tats. He's definitely got indie. But tats, he's an right? indie sort of guy yeah. at the moment, right? Yeah. And I think he's like, I think he sort of thinks that that's cool. Yeah. And fucking full credit to him. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna on any game, on any day rather, compare him to David Warner. No way, David Warner. David Warner has cheapened the most like sacred, sacred moment mm. in cricket, which is when you celebrate getting a ton. By doing a fucking Toyota leap. Now, you could say that he was a visionary a little bit because now it's completely cheap and everyone holds their bat out with their fucking sponsors. It's all considered and thought through way too much. Smudge has a fucking koala on there. So, you know, maybe Warner was the visionary there. Cricketers are all a bit magoo. Um, but no, Kalen, not the same. as not in the Dave Warner boat because you also don't know... If they paid Kalen to get a Nike tat, they paid him a f- f- fuckload of money. And I just don't think it's really that worth it. Uh, yeah. I don't think they would have. No. In today's age of cancel culture, they wouldn't go for a permanent ad like that on anyone. No. And no, that's all, a good call. That's a, that's a great point. But that's also, like, smart. you fucking... 
I just don't think they do it. It's not like they're getting you're seeing it that much. I've never noticed it. Yeah, it's hard to find. I'm on his Instagram stuff. I can see his indie tattoos and the clinking glasses and stuff, but it Yeah, he's covered in those little like little tats everywhere. I've mm. never seen it. Well no. he's got he's got like the Maori tribal stuff on his one shoulder, then the other one he's got like little things kinda all up his arm there. Yeah. Sure. Sh- shout out to Kalen. Came back with the runs and ripped <laughs> and teared. Mate, he was like the nights were fucking nowhere without Kalen. Yeah. He won the game single-handedly. He's so fucking good. Single-handedly. That last try they scored, I think it was the last try, when he's just like fucking falling away and gets that ball off. Inside. Like, bruh. Yeah. You're a freak. You're a freak. Manly's in the top four. Mr. Tom, Mr. Eddie, Christian Dior, P's and D's. Look, I called up last week and uh, didn't, didn't get played. So I, I, I don't know if uh, technical difficulties or if maybe you're just censoring me. Anyway, it's the stoic dribbler here, uh, a.k.a. Josh Frothies, a.k.a. The, the bot that you tried to fucking block, but you ultimately let me in. Thanks for that. <laughs> Basically, just wanted to say, Eddie, mate, I'm a, I'm a registered... Authorized marriage celebrant. So I think all the dribblers should get, get around me being your celebrant. Uh, if you punch in the code dribbler, I'll give you 100% off. So I think that's pretty good value. Um, also, I just wanted to ask you boys do you think that Blocker Roach, as a commentator, do, do you think he likes to punch blokes? Do you think he likes to tackle blokes? I, I just don't know. I just can't tell from what he's uh, commentating. Anyway, uh, <laughs> oh my God. winning soon, and uh, everyone else be here soon. Cheers, boys. The st- <laughs> the stoic <laughs> dribblers got the hiccups. <laughs> the hiccup dribbler, dude. Those hiccups were <laughs> so emasculating. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> As he's talking, and just, he doesn't acknowledge them. He doesn't even, like, does he think we can't hear them? Everything he said is gone. I don't know what he said. All I care about is that you've got the hiccups. Or he, want, or he did want to be your celebrant. I don't know where the would go for that. I don't know, mate. The hiccups might have killed it for you. Yeah, yeah. You might have been with a shot. You might have been, especially 100% off. And you didn't sound drunk, so that might just be a hiccups. You've got them. So, like, he could be hicking up during your wedding. That would, well, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. why he may have lost it because it's too risky. Yeah. Really, really risky. Um, don't know what's so, – oh, Block, does Block I like to punch on? Well, if you've ever met him, that's basically all he talks about. With a great – like, I love – you know, Oh, big fan of Blocker. Big fan just of telling Blocker. you how it is. He loves a Biff, loves talking about Biffs. Tickle me Blockers are still <laughs> in the works. Literally. Yeah. Hey, Tom, Eddie. Dave, happy birthday, Dave. Um, I – you know, on your birthday, you didn't cop too much shit for everyone, despite the fact that you are a nugget. Um, I've got a bit of a two-pronged dribble here. The first one, I'm sure years will bring up in the upcoming potty. Um, TJ Perinara has reached out to the Chooks about switching to league. If he does this, and if he picks up the rules and, you know, the game and all that well... Um, and he gets on with the players, I reckon they're going to they're gonna win. Because TJ has, you know, he, he's led the All Blacks, um, and he led the Canes when he played for the Hurricanes in some Super League, uh, Super Rugby. Um, so, yeah, he is 
for all intents and purposes, a leader of men. Um, he also has a very funny voice. So, do with that as you will. Um, second dribble is, I was just kind of having a mental debate today about who's the bigger grub um, between Buzz Rothfield and um, James Hooper. Um, yeah, I don't know. Both, you know, Buzz has the background in journalism, um, allegedly, but I just feel like they both in this need to be fucked off. Like, does anyone listen to them? Because they're like, who's that dribbler fucking? I don't even know what his name is. Um, oh, I've completely lost my train of thought. Um, currently in the KFC drive through so I'm thinking you both know what's going to happen here. Anyway, see you soon. Have a birthday, Dave. Fuck you. Um, he's got a second. Do we want? No, 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 we don't. Um, unless it's KFC related. Unless it's a KFC <laughs> order, then we'll just we'll just let's get to this one first. TJ Perinal, we've sort of spoken about. Uh, who's the bigger grub, Buzz or Hoops? I will say this: I worked with Hoops for a few years, and as a person to work with, I always got on with him very well. I was thought he was a nice man. That out there, do I agree with? Some of his journalist journalistic uh, behaviours, Eddie. No, I don't. I think you know that Cameron Smith article exemplified as much the problem with fucking clickbait sports journalism as anything else. I don't think so. Uh, I like him as a bloke that I've known and worked with. You just didn't like. I just I just think that he 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 uh, you know the way he. The way he does his shit, like you don't have to be like you don't have to be like Hooper and Buzz to be an NRL journo. There are many that don't. Yeah, Andrew Webster's, your Brent Reeds of the world, like that aren't sort of just waiting in the in the sewage. <laughs> Buzz Rothfield, more of a grub to me because I've seen him like just turn on people and like you know bag people. Like the way uh, the way he would go, he's gone after certain people that I've seen. You're like, oh, you're a He's, he's a bit of a fuckwit. He also can give it out and he can't take it. Again, when I was working in radio, there were some skits that were done around Buzz, like lighthearted people just doing his voice and shit, and he was like, he was getting real salty and getting in touch with people on the show and being like, don't do it. Like, you know, I, I don't find him funny. And uh, like, So he's just far more thin-skinned as well for a man who like made a career out of going after people and like, you know, you're, he doesn't sort of spin much positivity no, Ever. spins very little. Spins very little positivity, which is a problem for me, because too much negativity is scarred. But people always wig out about going after Buzz. The reason they you can't, and I mean, like we're obviously different because he wouldn't give a fuck about us. But like, if people in the media and the sort of like the world go after him, it's like he's got his paper to just fucking rinse people in a public fucking thing. Mm. But still, I reckon that's even diminishing because people don't go to the paper all that often. Less and less. Yeah. I feel like I've tried to find this a few times before, but it's very hard to find online if either James Hooper or Buzz Rothfield has a degree in, jur- <laughs> in journalism or anything. Not saying he doesn't, but there's no like LinkedIn or there's no anything that, yeah. I'd say Hooper would be more likely to have one just because of like the necessity of degrees in modern times. Buzz, I would say less likely, but who the fuck knows? Mm. I have often thought with my Bachelor of Journalism that I'm more qualified than a lot of rugby league journalists, but... Get right, that's just Start, start right. Mm. Abusive shit, dude. Yeah. Get out of there, That's where dude. I'm missing. I need to write more etch storm articles yeah, and have shit yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. That's you where I'm missing to. out. Yeah. They're the more etch. Kick mm. people when they're down. Yeah. The better you'll go. Mm-hmm. All right, let's press on.
Oh, days and days. It's all Matty Gill. There's a go. Let's check out with you. Such a great morning. Sharks went down to the Knights. Uh, thank God my bet with KTD didn't go through. Otherwise, uh, Jacko's uh, chicken tender would be flooding the streets of Wollongong CBD. Jacko Clark's oh, Good morning. Uh... Anyways, um, here we go. Kendrick, you are the most intelligent person I know. Your statuses make me feel high when I'm feeling low. Even though your wild views are really quite controversial, I really do think your open mind is intensely universal. So blow my dribble of brain right out of this world with your Kendrick's column, thus as beautiful as pearls. Soak this up, Kendo. I'm only doing this for the Sharks, who last night against the Knights really broke this bobcat man's heart. <sighs> Go Sharks. Fuck you, KDD. Did he lose a bet and have to do that? Is that what we're... Well, we I don't know why else he... Why would he do that? It was a poem. It was a poem to Kendrick. Yeah, it was. Maybe he likes Kendrick. Maybe we've missed something. Don't know. No, I'm not sure. But he, it seems like that was a... He lost a bet, maybe. That seemed like it was hard for him. <laughs> yeah, it didn't seem like it was, it was easy. I think that's... Did he seem full of joy to you? Look, you know, say what you want about... One Kendo Kendrick Hatton. Um, he's a tough man to heap praise upon, or to like admit you're wrong to or something. He, but well, you know what, Kendrick's he's part of the furniture now. Like it or not, and a, a lot of people don't. Um, <laughs> but I think a lot of people do. Same. Well, look, I mean, like some people try and I think a lot of people do. Listen, some people try and go. You well, need you a Kendrick. You got to get rid of Kendrick, and then Kendrick's always like, "Well, you got to get rid of this guy. He's being rude." Like, there's a dribblers. Just they're all a bunch of dribblers, right? That's what you're dealing with. We're here like fucking, you know, headmasters at a school for dribblers and we have to like deal with this shit sometimes. But it's like, listen, Kendrick is as much a part of the fabric as Nilso, as fucking Kicking T, as, you know, fucking Jelly Shot Kid. It's a, it's a dribbler suit. And stoic hiccup dribbler. Stoic hiccup dribbler. It's all part of the furniture. Sleep dribbler. They're all in the dribbler suit, dude. They're all in there. And, you know, like... If you don't like it, fucking deal with it or piss off. You know, there's nothing. We're not. We're not changing it. You start taking things out and trying to. No, no, no. It's gotten where it is by just letting it be a free for all. But I will say this: I think we actually have to be careful on the fucking punters and dribblers page because a lot of shit now. I don't know if it's when your group gets to a certain size or whether it's always the case, but Facebook monitors like fucking posts and shit goes against community guidelines. So when I think when people like coming out blatantly calling other people cunts and stuff, it gets taken down by. And I think the group can be shut down if people do it too often. So How do you know that? Because I saw all these flagged fucking... Th- we got a notification like with these flagged posts saying these go against our community guidelines. Oh, really? Yeah. So we might have to like set up some rules in the group like... Excuse me, I keep burping. Um, by all means, rip each other, but you got to be careful about how you do it because we don't want to get this... If the P's and D's get shut down... That'd be annoying. We might need some code words or something. Not a bad shout, Dave. Hmm. Not a bad shout. A glossary of terms in there. You, you want to call, call someone a buzz. If you want to call him a cunt, <laughs> call him a buzz. Anyway, that's well on. I like that, though. Oh, my God. That guy's just so long. Again, guys, cut it down. It's the lunch break run, dribbler. Hmm. Um, I've got a little bit of a fun fact here tonight. I think my mate, Matt Davies, uh, redacted, um, has 
the world record for the most amount of durries smoked in one day. And by one day, I mean 12 hours. Uh, he was in the army at the time. Um, it was BC twerking army. And um, he sat up at Rockhampton. He was on field. And he proceeded to smoke um, tw- uh, two pouches under a tree. And it ended up to be 64 cigarettes in um, under 12 hours. So personally, I think, I don't know if there's a market for it, but I think he's smoked the most durries in 12 hours in the world, actually. So 12 pouches, no, two, two pouches, pouches in 12 hours. The aura, Dugger. It'd be interesting to know uh, if thanks, which, was it the, the 60 or 50 gram pouch or the 30, 20 gram pouch, whatever it is. Either way, that's fucking disgusting. I remember when I used to smoke ciggies and you'd get to a point where you would like if you were, you know, it was when you were sitting around waiting for something and you just chain them or if you're sitting at a pub and fucking just going through them and you'd go, by the end of it, you're like, I actually don't even want this. Like, after a lot, like, after you have a big night on the darts, it's like, this is, I'm smoking just for the sake of it and I feel sick. 60 under a tree in the army in the heat is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> fucking madness. That is madness. Like, if... Do you want a record? Are you looking for us to like validate some sort of record for I'll you? I'll give it to you. Hundred percent, I'll give it to you. You've got the record, not a record I'd want, but you've not got a it. not a record I'd ever want. That's um, fucking disgusting. But <laughs> like, good on you. You've got it. Yeah, you've got it officially here. Are you still with us? Not for long. G'day, Tom. G'day, Eddie. Dior, punters and dribblers. Got a uh, proposition. Did it on the computer, dribbler here. I'd like to give you some famous names in Australian sport. Northerly, Take Over Target, Fields of Omar, Apache Cat, Hartnell, Vaux Rogue, Kingston Town, Might and Power, Bone Crusher, and of course, Farlap. <sighs> famous Australian athletes, or athletes that have performed in Australia, all being horses, of course. And, uh, all being racehorses, what have they got in common, you might ask? Lack of testicles. Not born without testicles, mind you. Castratos, you might say, otherwise known as geldings. Now, is this the, uh, is this the ultimate performance-enhancing drug without actually being a drug? Would, uh, would Tom and Eddie be able to discuss this? And uh, potentially, is there a tie-in in Australian sport with uh, the great St. Peter Valandis, grandson of God, son of Jesus, involved in rugby league and racehorses? Thanks, lads. See if you can discuss that for me. Is he saying that if rugby league players were constratos... Yeah, having their nuts chopped off, that they'd be They'd better? be better. Because they'd fuck up less potentially. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. They geld horses so they're more manageable, right? Because usually yeah. they get they're fisky and they don't fucking train well. They don't jump and they don't run and like they're fuck ups. So they cut their nuts off to wrangle them, so to speak. Yeah, right. Look, I think part of what makes rugby league great is the testicles. Is cause the fuck ups? Is right? yeah? Is the testes? You don't want you want wild men in rugby league. And if you cut their nuts off, you're not going to get it. So whilst it works for horses, I think PVL smart enough, wise enough to know that um, we don't want geldings in rugby league. We don't want geldings in rugby league. We want want stallions. We want full sacks. We want stallions. Yep. So appreciate it. But um, I also think he's wrong because 
you know, chopping off that stunts the growth, both physically and hormonally, and they won't as have as much testosterone. Well, I think so. you. No, well, I think he's saying that you you castrate them once they come into the league, so they've okay. developed. <laughs> right. So once you sign to a club, you've got to cut your nuts off. All right, that might be what he was getting at. I'm yeah. not really sure. I think you ripped the heart and the body and the soul out of the uh, out of the code, though. If we yeah. had Geldings playing, mm. that's just my thoughts. I'd agree with that. Press on. Hey boys, my favourite podcast. Uh, the former wannabe influencer dribbler now donned with a new name. Very honoured to be the Catholic school dribbler here with the lovely boys from the Buena and two friends of the show, uh, Fox Sports director Adam and uh, captain of No Nonsense FC. Uh, just like to say, woo! Para 13 plus, mate, love to see it. They always lose on my birthday to Canberra, but this time they went the big lift. They knew it was my birthday. They knew they disappointed me in the past, and uh, they fucking won. Wouldn't believe it. And now words from the lovely boy from the Buena. Hopefully they're as eloquent as his last dribble. All that matters is Manly 13 plus, Tommy Turbo, 40-point difference, Manly Premiership soon. And uh, Adam Wilson. worked at Fox Sports, directed a video that got shared on Bloke in the Bar, Hopefully uh, on Brown Cardigan, but uh, I'm sure this Tigers fan will uh, have his words. Yeah, it was a great game. Um, it really hurt me. It, it, it was fucking Luke Brooks and all the way. And fucking, he put the ball down and they pulled it back. And fucking George Burgess got it down. I'm fucking devastated. Help me, man. Man. I'm sure this can't get any worse than what was just said, but he's Anthony, captain of No Nonsense FC. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, El Capitano here. Um, another para fan here. was uh, very impressed by the win tonight. And it's also uh, our lovely mate's birthday tonight. I guess his birthday wish was to, as soon as he blew those candles, the Parramatta win the premiership before the sun explodes. Chances of that, very, very unlikely. WWE party soon. Thunderbirds forever. Happy birthday, Vinny. Yeah. Happy birthday to me. Also, happy birthday to D or Dave. I still owe you a beer from the cricket when COVID didn't let me come to your section. Oh, anyway, cheers. shout out to Big Tasty and the Tasty Boys for the original birthday party dribble and those other cunts from the fucking the gong that tried to recreate it and they fucking just dribbled for minutes and minutes and minutes. Anyway, this is definitely a massive dribble, but, you know, whatever. HSP forever, boys. Dirty mergers never. That was nice. That was nice. I didn't mind that. I didn't, I liked, yeah, look, I didn't mind it that. That Tiger's dribbler crying actually. Well, he me. saved <laughs> it. Yeah, he did save it. it well, I think it was nowhere without that. Yeah, I'd, it I'd was somewhere. It was somewhere, but, but it, it wasn't, wasn't where it got to with that no, guy crying. That's right. That was good. That's right. Yep. Um, shout out to the fucking West Tigers. If you don't believe the DMC rhetoric, surely you do now. Yeah, they definitely. Look, I think everyone does. I think that. I think that DMC fans. Believe it and understand mm-hmm. it more than anyone, and that's why it hurts. That's why it gets people like fucking in the in the guts because they know it's true. Like any other team, like if you know, fucking the Roosters were playing the exact same game, that would have been a try. It would have been a try. George Burgess would have dropped the ball, hundred yeah. percent. And it was Tom Burgess, but yeah, yeah. Tom, someone said you know in P's and D's, but like Brooks just trying to run it in is the most DMC thing to do. It's, it like was. that's a schoolboy play of like, no, nah, he didn't get it down. I'm going to run it to the other end yeah, of the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's watching. That was hilarious, and he got called all the way back. Yeah, but Madge was celebrating as well, which I liked. Because I tell you what, side note: Tom Burgess looking fucking hot. I don't know what it is. I don't. He just. I know him and George are twins, but I think George maybe has his nose broken all over his face. Tom Burgess looking very attractive. I saw it post game. I was like, damn, dude. Okay, 
Also, Sam Walker. Boyish, mm. young, but bruh. You take another look at Sam Walker and you go, not just a hot rugby league player. You're like, oh, I reckon he's got like model vibes to him. Interesting. Just do do your own research on that punter, Julius. Sam Walker could be a model. There, I said it. Is he big on TikTok? He'd be on TikTok for sure. Sam? Mm. Don't know. Anyway. Onwards and upwards. Hey, Tom and Eddie and the punters and the dribblers. This is Brick, the Bellevue Hill dribbler here. Brick. Mate, big ups to Manly on the win. Just a quick question for the two Scots boys. Were either of you there on the day that Cranbrook beat Scots at fucking Scots 1? Were you there 2009? Fucking Tom, I hope you were playing because that would be too funny, mate. Love the podcast, love you boys, Dior, love your stuff. See you at Parsley Base soon, brother. Bye. We were gone, bro. We were gone. Uh, we beat the fuck out of Cranbrook every year we played. Did I get knocked out in that game, though? Yes, I did. I got knocked out in the Cranbrook game. We won, but I don't remember it. And I did my knee, so I was out for eight weeks. Mm. So not great memories, but no, dude. Fucking Cranbrook. That would have... I'm glad I didn't see that. That's disgusting for anyone that knows the rivalry between the two schools. Cranbrook also suck ass. Cranbrook used to get put 100 on them yeah. every game. And it was like they always thought... They were, they were all tough. right in my year, though. They had a fucking crack, but we beat them right at the end. Yeah. But then in 2009, I think they won. Yeah, they did Yeah, win. that's... Yeah. See, sucked into whoever was playing there, but it was just funny. Like, they always were like... They always... I guess that's always the thing, though, right, with the dynamic. Mate, so when we played them in 2008, they were so confident they were going to win. They had Cranbrook streamer cut, like, on the – they put the Cranbrook streamers on the trophy, and then they had to take them <laughs> out. Oh, <laughs> losers. <laughs> oh, yep. God, I'd forgotten about that rivalry. Anyway. It's not something – Shout out to not, Josh Cohen, who knocked me out. He's a good man. He knocked, I fucking went – I went high on him, shoulder me in the chin. Certainly not something you wake up thinking about, is it? What? <laughs> Cranbrook. The rivalry was no, no, certainly not. Certainly not. They did put me getting KO'd in their highlights, though, which was fucking... Anyway. Go, Manly. Uh, Tom, Eddie, Dave, punters, dribblers. Uh, it's the Alexandria dribbler here. First time, long time. Bellevue Hill dribbler. Um, we'll generally keep it to a single dribble on this occasion. Look, I think it's only fair to give the Eagles a wrap. I say I'm no Eagles fan. But um, you boys have taken all the licks over the past few weeks. And credit where credit's due, Manly absolutely toasted the Titans today. Uh, and there wasn't even HD light to get them over the line. So uh, Tommy was predictably on fire. Um, absolute poetry in motion. So just wanted to say enjoy. Kudos for enjoying uh, a tough opening to the season and be soon. All right. See you later. Uh, look, classy from him. Usually the dribbler, not a classy individual or as a collective. They usually <laughs> the dribbler lacks class. Dribblers lack class, always said that, but that was classy from that dribbler. I mean, I know we sort of said it earlier, but when you see what Tommy Turbo did, is he the best fullback in the game? Like, he comes in and everyone goes, Pappenhausen, Tedesco. It's like, this cunt has been out. He's had a fucking ha- another hammy injury and he comes back and just puts on a clinic. And has, he's worth 40 points. No other fullback is worth 40 points. Yeah, Tedesco's good in a side full of weapons. Yeah, fucking Pappenhausen's good in a side full of weapons. Tommy Turbo in a side with some potential. He, he, he unlocks the weaponry. You know what I mean? He's worth 40 points. Yeah. No one else is worth 40 points. No one. He's the best fullback in the game. Easy. He's the best player in the game. Yeah. Didn't Pap score like 
30 points in 10 minutes. Yeah, but he had players ago. that were making that happen for and him. A lot of it was support play. They were yeah. all his points that he scored, though. And Tommy, who were you Tommy playing? Tommy gave it to other Who were you playing? Which makes him better. Who were we playing? Broncos. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Broncos are coming. What are we talking about? Top, people, had, people have Titans fucking top three, mate. And they got pumped. Yeah, and now Manly's top four after one game. So, you know. Yeah, we'll see. Um, just the Menai Jubilar. Just wanted to comment on Robert Whittaker. Absolute masterclass against Kelvin Gastelum. Um, if Dana White doesn't set up the rematch, he's honestly off his head. Just want to hear your thoughts on how does Whittaker dismantle Adesanya in the rematch? Love the show, boys. Look, thank you very much. We've kind of already touched on the old Woody Gratisonia. I don't know how that, like, I'm not Nexus and O's fighter guy, so I don't know how the fuck he dismantles him. Maybe it's wrestling because Adesanya got his dick wrestled off by Yarn. Mm. And Whitaker's open to getting hit. Like, so he's not going to outstrike Adesanya necessarily. Not necessarily, but he's also a mad striker, so maybe he can. You know what I mean? Like, who the fuck knows? But, I mean, a rematch is just seems right especially with Australia and New Zealand borders open and shit like you could get some you get a full stadium oh yeah well they're talking about doing it at Marvel Stadium fill that bitch out that'd be nice like that love it great way to finish the show great way to finish the show I think we leave it there thanks for the dribbles um as always thanks for the support thanks for everyone for buying the fucking punters and dribblers hats um about even the betting show you can get that on our youtube channel only there not in podcast form it's taken the world by storm um thank you to our sponsors to bluebet to bloke to dr v to swish manscape cba a lot of sponsors this week um and uh yeah appreciate all the support like subscribe five stars uh kelly slater you think we're not getting him I know we've been saying it for almost fucking 24 months. Well, actually, no, only 12. 12. 12. Kurtley took 24. Just know that. Just know that Kurtley took 24. We will get Kelly Slater. Um, And we are getting some bounced out tracky samples coming in this week. So that is also happening. Lots to look forward to. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.